0: live hey mean ass concrete
1: Mm. nobody in their right mind would ever believe that i mean so you got to be looking in the mirror talking but what's good what's good if i'm
0: I'm looking in the mirror that means we twins Twins. (laughs) hey
1: you a a line (laughs) and the truth ain't in you
0: y'all she didn't cuss my ass out today
1: i just been taking an L
0: after an L yeah. after an L. You I'm not dealing it. with it no like more. Type in
1: the chat if y'all believe that I cursed her out. Type a y'all one y'all in the chat if you, you believe. Hold on. Type a one in the chat if you believe that I cursed her out. A two in the chat. A couple twos in the chat if you know dang well that she cursed me. Let me get on, on my own line so I can put my twos in there. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> you <you're> cheating! <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, cheat. uh, Kelly, Greg, you know, she ain't gonna let nobody, um, nobody, uh, uh bully her. <laughs> don't, 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 don't try to. Don't put Listen. all that mess in there. Don't nobody believe that Somebody believe it. Somebody believe mm-hmm. it. Somebody believe it. I was
0: just walking moseying along. I'm like. Um, co- concrete. We should do this.
1: Rawr, rawr. I was like, "Don't believe in this because, baby." Let me tell you something. Have you ever been at work, right, and you send an email to a coworker, and Karen tells you that your email reeks of attitude. That 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 they felt that that they somehow that she somehow. Um, uh, receive some sort of attitude or negative tone from your email. That's what we're talking about. That's that's essentially what we're talking about. Now, in my opinion, <laughs> tone can't even be detected through an email. Now, I'm a soft skills trainer, so I actually do a business writing course where I train people on email format and how to ensure that you um, steer clear of any uh, negative Um, connotations being attached to something that you email. So um, in doing so, I know that tone cannot be interpreted during email uh, or during a text exchange, but sometimes when we're texting, the person that you're texting might be projecting and think that you're being nasty when you're not. So in that case,
0: tell them what you said though. Concrete, like get to the good
2: part. I said, I was
1: asked to, to make a modification. And I said, um, I, what did I say? I said that I am not able to do that right now. If you go and get the, the information when I get time, I can do it. But I spent, over an hour doing what I had already done. And um, I have two reports due and I have to get done immediately. When Why I you get a sound break, all
0: nice right now? Why you ain't sound nice when you sit there you can't right tell next- if I,
1: <laughs> You can't tell if I sound nice because it's text. Listen. A person when you are communicating with somebody, you are only responsible for what you say, not how they receive it. If they are projecting oh. and they receive is that it, it's
0: are too concrete.
1: Yes. And I and I, I actually <laughs> I actually have a certification in teaching soft skills training. Oh so yes. That's
0: interesting.
1: And
0: mm-hmm. you, you volunteer it was- for it? You volunteer to get the certification?
1: <laughs> you know what? Yes, because <laughs> I like to ensure that I have, you know, any certifications that could that could um, benefit me in my career. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. I was just making you know sure. What? <laughs> I was <listening>. making sure. <laughs> Baby, look, I'm not about oh, to play with you. Oh concrete. I refuse with these sensitive Ooh. tail uh, sages. Baby, look. I'm not dealing with y'all. You gonna have to. I ain't going. And I'm surrounded, TV, right. baby. Listen, I am surrounded by sadness. You
0: are going to be fine, honey. You're going to be. I feel fine. like I can't get
1: away. I'm about to run away. <laughs> I need another girl. Vacation. You are gonna run run right back into one? That's all we <laughs> no. round, damn, Gemini. Ain't nobody believing that. But, but let me tell y'all really quickly. So I said all that to say, when I said that, Danny puts Vaseline on her face, takes her energy <laughs> book, and laces up her shoes in order to square up, because, because I said there was nothing wrong with my tone. Literally, she had her hand in a sock, baby, ready to go. You
2: hear me? Ready to go. Listen. I had a can, <laughs> yes you
1: did I was waiting you for your can, ass today
2: gassed the, you, you gassed
1: up the vehicle you told Curlin to grab the burner <laughs> you said let's go baby <laughs> listen you already know it's a gas shortage down here you was about to waste some gas to come over here baby listen I am trying to tell you I'm like what the hell is wrong with this crazy ass woman
0: Mm, mm, mm. Talking about Too I get much. my nut off by arguing with strangers.
1: Oh, Listen, I ain't say strangers, Ooh. I said folks, because I ain't a stranger. And you was arguing Ooh. with me, so you know. Y'all, she was like,
0: I ain't the mother one. I was like, Listen,
1: uh-huh. she, look, baby, I am trying to tell you. I was about to get gangster. I was about to get gangster. Y'all ain't even seen this side of concrete.
0: Child, they didn't even
1: <laughs> ain't nobody
0: ain't nobody shocked. Ain't nobody nobody that? was shocked but me. I oh was shocked God. here. <laughs> you shouldn't have been shocked.
1: Because if anybody <laughs> had seen it, you'd have seen it. So um what you shocked for? I from? shouldn't
0: have been because sh- I didn't think it was gonna come like that. I was Baby, like,
1: listen. Oh was all, a, all the oh. miscommunication, you know, that happens in business. Somebody think that you know, misinterpret something that you said, and you know, you gotta you gotta straighten it up. No, that ain't what I meant. This mm-hmm. is what I meant, mm-hmm. what type of mm-hmm. situation type of situation.
0: Child, I thought it was the end of the breakdown. I was like, look at her. Ass. Look, look. at
1: him." Mm, mm, it was mm. the end for her. I'm like, okay, I'll see you at six because I <laughs> but I'm not I, about to do Satan. Satan. <laughs> I'm, I'm not about to yeah, she called me Satan, energy. y'all. Baby, she was coming at me <laughs> like she was. I'm like, I woke up on the right side of the bed, got up bright and early to take care of this little business. Um taking care of it. It took me longer than I assumed that it would, but I, I'm you know figuring that I'm done and she like, no, I need a modification. I'm like, OK, well, that modification don't have to hold up because I, I got to do some work. I've been on vacation for a couple days and, you know, mm-hmm. got a few reports due. So after I take care of this business, I will gladly accommodate you.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank she
1: you, wasn't ma'am. She was trying to hear it. She wasn't trying
2: you, to Thank you, ma'am. It. But Ooh, don't don't yeah.
1: fall for it baby They was about to have to take another mug shot of her She was gonna be <laughs> She was gonna be in the clink baby Let me tell you
2: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Chris, You wasn't gonna she put was me in jail
1: <laughs> She was too hot You Listen, was gonna I put me in jail say concrete I, mm. I, say oh. I, was. I was about to be like You need the Addy What you trying to pull up <laughs> <laughs> Listen What you trying to do Come on then Cletus <laughs> listen i'm telling you baby working with sadges i feel like we should get some hazard pay uh, Girl, I, 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 for what this has been your best working pay.
0: this has been your best working experience <laughs> baby, ever in the, life
1: the stress it's uh, alone i have to deal with it in the house on on the job on clubhouse i'm surrounded by Sages. what in the entire heck i can't run away from y'all
0: Child, it ain't no need to we the best uh best things since sliced bread, baby. You you might as well just, just give us our props. The,
1: the cockiest Defects. of folks that I ever see. I mean, it, when it's
0: true, you're allowed to be cocky about it. <laughs> Didn't your parents? Yeah.
1: Hmm. that's so oh, funny i always about. tell my fiance because he think he knows everything and can do everything so i'll be like babe did you know such and such a, such and such a? he'll be like yeah because such, a, such, a, such, a, such a... and such such and i'm like dang you don't know everything and he'll be like yes i do i'm like turn your cocky down like it's too high and that's how y'all said just act, baby. what
0: attracted oh. you to him
1: oh my
0: god you like but you, you like don't know air. all the arrogant,
1: time child. oh, oh my god time. so so you give, say. Give,
0: give my homeboy his props. He has to put up mm. with a lot, honey. He's
1: dealing with a Gemini, baby. He got the best of both worlds. What you know? You deal with Geminis. Best of both worlds. <laughs> no,
0: you damn right about best of both worlds, honey, because it is two of y'all. Oh,
1: what else? It is of two of y'all, honey. Sweet and mm. sweeter, you know.
0: Um, Eddie, come on through. Uh, we, yeah. we, we might need you today. We need some pushback because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be picky as hell today. I don't know what y'all talking oh, about. Oh,
2: Lord. Uh, <laughs> that makes two of us. But ah. before
1: we get off into that, child, oh, American Negro says, please support real sisters. Go ahead, American Negro. Please tell these folks. We certainly appreciate you for starting us off. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yes. Danny, before we get off into that, enough of mm. you trying to throw me under the bus and ride, roll me over.
0: Um, baby, go on lay down real quick <laughs> now. I wouldn't have to throw you under there. Just lay down.
1: <laughs> I'm heavy, so baby, you better get your workout on. Um, what in the world is going on with Portia Williams? That's all all over the uh, clubhouse streets, uh, Facebook streets, Instagram streets. What's what's going on?
0: Listen, Portia said, "All is fair in mm. love and war." Mm. Portia got that body, adi adi. Mm -hmm. portia hot portia said Mm. uh one millionaire two millionaire go single mother go what's up what's up i got it you want it Mm. i'm here and he's worth 40 something million so they say yeah yeah um yeah baby portia says she is practicing hypergamy um mm. single mother in all portia said uh sis y'all you out uh, of how portia able to practice hypergamy if she hit the
3: wall
1: she's baby uh, if, if, she that's wall, if that's the wall, hit the, wall <laughs> if the wall if that's the wall portia, i want to hit the wall too if that's the wall portia i want to hit the wall too she a single mother yeah. wasn't married so she a baby mama um yeah, I, I mean she hit the wall. So how is she so successful? Portia That's said
0: cool. she got her baby. Um, mm. she got her another millionaire. Um, Portia said she doing what she got to do. Portia said uh it's real right here. She ain't about What's, to pay all uh, her bills, and uh, she getting uh, ready to move to Zimbabwe.
1: I mean, she good. Listen. And did you see the rock that she had on her finger?
0: It's massive. Child. Mm.
1: Portia
0: shouldn't even refer to her hand as like a hand she should just refer to her like her rock like oh mm. I, I gotta use my rock to get this like <laughs> a rock. Like, Yeah, she
1: does. absolutely but I, I, I want to talk about how, how you know what's up with the fact that she was cool with uh, Phelan And now, all of a sudden, her man up for grabs? Like, the thing is, in January, he's out for divorce. But in January, he also posted on his social media how loving his wife was. So the divorce is not final. Uh, He already engaged to Portia, but their divorce is not final, technically. Um, So, like, what's up with that? Do you think it's cool? Like, if it's an acquaintance, I mean, do you think it's cool? Is... okay to date the partner or former partner of somebody that you that was just an acquaintance
0: um okay so I'm gonna say no but there are certain types of women that you bring around that you have to be like look bitch this is mine leave that alone I will square up I will beat the brakes off of you (laughs) And I think that those type of when you're that clear and that upfront, I think most women will listen. I don't think that that will. Um, I think that is actually a deterrent because you know who they are. You know what kind of holes you have around you. And um, yeah, like when you understand the kind of holes that you are associated with, that yeah. does do a lot. Um, you're you're it shows a level of self-awareness. It shows the level of awareness of your environment I think, like, if you put that out out front, you ten- you probably won't run into it as bad. So you have to be like, look, bitch. Hold up. Look. Don't do yeah. that. Okay, I'm gonna get I you agree. if you do that. You know what I'm For saying? Me, now, if you're I, failing... I Failing, um, probably you know, some women do kind of get it in their heads that their man is untookable, like nobody can take my man, nobody can take my <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Untookable, untookable honey. Mm-hmm. He was untookable, and <laughs> and he got took. He got took, mm-hmm. you know. she She's swiping, no swipe, she she swiped him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now if I was failing, now if I was failing, I would beat the brakes off Porsche ass. I promise you, I'll oh, be. okay,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, want be the brakes
0: stop of her now, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to tell you why. I think there's a difference between stuff happening happening in public versus happening in private. Private mm-hmm. is not as embarrassing, but when stuff happens in front of the world, yeah, girl, I ain't gonna take the L. Mm-hmm. you gonna take the L too. It's gonna be both of us.
1: Look, I don't know. Tell her her small. Name. She don't want none of Portia.
0: She uh, need to get her uh, can. Listen,
1: get Portia from the A. Phelan don't want none of that. But she need to get her a can. <laughs> get her a can listen get her a can you. that's what she that's, all. that's that's what she better do listen okay so personally i feel like if if we are close enough to where i've come to your residence you've hosted me i'm in your pool we chummy chummy we key keying uh your man is off limits just bottom line and if you're ever invited to my home just know my man is off limits. I don't care if we break up tomorrow and it's 10 years from now, my man, X man, uh, you know, anybody. Would you really care though? Like, would you really care if it was 10
0: years down the line?
1: Cause like when I, when, when it's
0: over, when it's over for me, it's over. Like, I don't care. Like So, uh, okay,
1: why should Phelan be her up then? If it's just when it's over, it's over, it's
0: over. No, no. I'm saying like 10 What's years the down the line, it's over, baby. It's over. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. 10 years down the line, I don't care. Do what you do.
1: But two Listen, months, three months? Yeah, girl, you I must that been much messing sure. with him
0: while I was here,
1: while we were together. God's still working I- on me. 10 years, I'm going to be like, oh, yep, yeah, you were sleeping. You were sneaking and creeping back then. God's still working on me, boo. I, I, I ain't there yet. Pray ten fun. years, I just,
0: um, I, I'm, I'm, I'd have been a moved on. Um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's over with like 10 years. Yeah, you, you can no, have them. I don't care. Really, and truly. I've had like very long term relationships with people. <laughs> the shortest relationship that I've had was two and a half years. I and... got a question for you though. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's say somebody, one of your friends decided to date your baby daddy, right? Mm-hmm. Would you go and tell your fiance about it?
1: Oh no, I wouldn't tell him about it because then he gonna. Oh, okay. Then when he come by me out of jail, he gonna be acting funny about it. Why would I tell him?
2: about
0: it? <laughs> Hello? Ah,
1: you'll go to out. jail behind it. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't because I got okay. too much to lose. But at the same time, um she gonna get a good cursing out. I mean, I, I mean, because none of like none of my, not, I don't have a friend that has an ex that I would even look at. Like my friends, exes, their partners, typically I look at them like they're brothers. Like they're you know brothers. Like I, I just don't have a friend that I would entertain any of their exes. And I expect the same out of my friends. However, we know it's some scandalous chicks out here. I can't say, like I have certain friends, if they pulled something like that, I wouldn't be too surprised. Oh, wow. I hope yeah. they don't listen it to like the two show. Of <laughs> two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. On um, what, what was you about to
0: say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I've never had that happen. Um. To where any of my friends dated my exes or I dated.
1: Mm-hmm. Well.
0: Well, no, that's a lie.
1: What? A lie. what? No, come on, come that's on. That's
0: That's a lie. What's tea?
1: What's tea?
0: I'll tell you off about about it offline. You know, mm. I already go through enough. Um. But <laughs> nah. but but. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Never mind. I'll tell you about it. But it, it okay. wasn't that deep. It wasn't that deep. Like it was. Okay. Like okay. Um. And I felt like I did her a favor after the fact. So.
1: <laughs> I have a friend who slept with a guy who I dated before, and it was my best friend when we were like growing up. And I moved yeah. away from the town that I lived in for like two years, and I was hearing all these murmurings while I was gone that. Uh, she was sleeping with him, but she like kept denying it when I would come back to visit. And, um, when I came back, whatever they had was over with. And he thought that he was going to get back with me. Oh, no, 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 sir. Oh, no. wow. Oh, he yeah, tried not. it. Girl, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I had <not> like <laughs> I look like Um, but, um, yeah, our friendship was never the same. Um, and there wasn't no. any real smoke behind it because he, he is the person that I said, um, he, uh actually killed his wife um uh yeah um maybe less than 10 years ago like seven years ago um so I knew like you know he was volatile anyway so she was she was doing me a favor in that um in that case but um yeah there was no smoke behind it I we didn't fight or anything like that oh wow um yeah Okay.
0: Shout out to Karan Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, how many millionaires are there this uh, blood sport? How many millionaires,
1: well, how are, many millionaires, millionaires are there? Her... He's saying, this is uh,
0: Portia's blood sport. How many millionaires oh. are there, is what he's saying. Oh, Portia got it. Uh. Um, <laughs> Karan Williams, mm, George, I hear wreck- home wrecking sailors beef for the
1: streets for career- real ah!
0: Karan, your mama for the streets. For
4: real, for real. <laughs> Shit. You know what? No, We're not about to do this. Uh-huh.
1: No, Listen. no. I should have no. had you, you sage before... before we got on air. Because uh, sure we need to have get rid to any
0: kind of bad I ain't truth. going.
1: Listen. Shout out
0: to uh, Goldie1942 for this uh, cash app. We really appreciate
1: you, Goldie.
0: Thank and you, um, Goldie, Goldie uh, just showed us some love. But, uh, bruh,
1: mm-mm, Karan, don't do that. They talking some navy women got got a bad rep. Like, don't don't do don't do my good sis now. Come on now, come on, come on, come on. But um, dang, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no no, I got one last question on this topic. Does this make Portia a thot, a hoe, a slut, any of that? What What are your thoughts? Um, or is she just a city girl having a um? Is she just having her hot girl summer starting? To look um,
0: real? I hate. I would. Portia's a little fast, child. She look fast.
1: She little fast. She, mm-hmm. fast. Fast. she a little fast.
0: She look fast. fast, child. She is like a mm-hmm. little too fast. So oh, I, me, you know, me that when I was young. Oh, girl, no. What you little fast at? Yeah, girl.
1: Listen, you come oh. from the south. Was you fast? But
2: anyway,
1: mind your business. Go ahead. I <laughs> <on now>. hungry. <laughs> <What's> that. <laughs> Answer the question. You know, I was a teen mom, so of course I was. Oh, but that she ain't know. have to call me that though.
0: <laughs> she all disrespectful child. I'm trying
1: to tell you, but go ahead.
0: Um, I feel like Portia. Yeah, that's a little hoey. Like, damn, you ain't even let the ink dry on that girl's divorce papers,
2: yeah. and then,
0: then you went all the way public with it. Now people are definitely saying that 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 it's fake. You know, like it's um for TV, but you know, I, I just. Portia got the chill, you know, like chill, girl. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Like, chill out. Don't do that.
1: Don't do that. I, I agree. And I, I'm sorry. Uh I, I've always been one to like my principle. I'm firm in my principles. Um, certain things are not for sale, i.e., my reputation. You ain't gonna make me look like no slut for a couple bucks. Uh you, you we gotta find a different storyline for me have me scrapping <laughs> on, have me put on gasoline and snatch my earrings out you ain't about to have me out come on
0: now listen Listen. Um, a shout out to Karan Williams again Um, he says my mama oh y'all behind, was running, <laughs> was the, running international the international streets
2: together, streets together.
0: <laughs> Portia is opportunistic and smart all women fast till the wall
2: hits <laughs>
1: Don't bring your tail up here today, cause I, I
0: uh-uh. Karan, you know uh, I'm already I'm already dealing with residual of cursed outness. Who cursed you out today? No, nah, it was your ass, and so <laughs> um, I'm still ready to fight. So I, you know, listen, just watch out. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Baby, listen, I'm. You know, still I got, got my vaseline. I got. Oh no, hmm. you got your. And feet
0: I've feet been drinking Hennessy straight from the bottle, oh, so well, I'm ready uh, today, baby.
5: Please mm. no.
1: Mm
0: -mm. but (laughs) you know i'm ready um Mm -hmm. let me put on my feminine um thing Okay. okay um concrete are you ready to break off into this topic
1: let's break off into it has kevin samuels increased the division amongst black men and black women Oh Lord! Ooh. So this is gonna be a, a good topic. Um, yeah. So Kevin has Kevin is like a household name. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, yes. i I want to call him infamous because uh, he a is lot of definitely
0: him- infamous.
1: Yes. A lot of it is hate. Uh, The women's are pretty upset, pissed off, uh, the overwhelming majority of women. There are still some that are in favor of Kevin, that are team Kevin, that are still seeking his validation in one way or another. But a lot of women's um, are not a fan. So we're going to examine whether or not he's increased the division. Oh, yes. Um, I'm excited about this topic.
0: I'm glad you are. Um, it's it's very interesting. Um, he's definitely been the talk of the town. You know, if you guys don't know, um he had an interview with Tasha K. That interview will be premiering tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys are interested, um he did he did do an interview with Tasha K. I did happen to catch some of the interview, which was very interesting. Um Let me read this super chat and then I really want to kind of dive off into it. So shout out to Angel Angel. She says, let's see if she makes it down the aisle. That million dollar ring is nothing to him. She's Ooh. smelling herself. Angel. Okay,
1: uh, shots fired. Shots now, fired. I, I
0: will say if a guy buys you a million dollar ring, you should be smelling yourself. I, I think it's time. I, just
1: me. I think it's time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your nose can be in the air for that. And really, she upgraded because Dennis, Dennis had a little money, but Dennis had a lot of. Uh, um, Holmes? kind of lawsuit, oh, <laughs> that tube. <laughs> well, he, he was too much of a beta to me, but um, he had a lot of lawsuits and a lot of uh, you know, allegations as it related to like the, his business dealings and stuff like that. But um, this girl, she got her African, I ain't heard no rumblings about his money, I think his money's solid.
0: Mm. honey he a nigerian or something too you know they got mm. this they got that shmoney They mm. <laughs> got that paper. shout Sam out Sam to karan well. williams he says does Val- vaseline help road rash the kevin samuels interview hot huh? why did you get get karan get him
1: get him <laughs> listen um it sounds it sound. Let's like, go ahead. Let's mean, go ahead on, on about honey, I don't know. I, okay. That's what I'm about to say. Like, what you need? Some hydrocortisone? Some some anti itch cream? What you asking about that? For <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy, this man he's something else. Um, but yeah, let's let's get off into it. Let's dive into it.
0: Okay, so he was featured on Tasha K. You know that interview is coming up tonight. Um, something else happened today that I found very interesting, and that was um, someone came onto the Breakfast Club show. Um, there were a caller and they asked DJ Envy, or you know, they mentioned him to DJ Envy, and D- DJ Envy, of
1: the of the yeah, enough.
0: during Donkey of the Day. And DJ Envy made it sound like Kevin was like out here aggressively panhandling and that he was lame and he was just standing out in the in front of the air mass store. And
1: oh yeah, he did say that. <laughs>
0: and that he's derogatory toward black women, and he doesn't understand why black women keep calling in. And it was just very interesting. Um, I do think that the Breakfast Club has a mixed audience. I don't think their audience is majority female. But I do think that um the Breakfast Club can be a little biased at times, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, Maybe and then when you are looking at Envy pro gynocracy, very much so. When you're looking I at agree. a man like envy, envy cries a lot, you know. He's he he has a lot of light skin tears, and I just you know, it
1: seems like envy's wife runs him. That's just my opinion. My opinion. My opinion, my opinion. He almost kind of like cops to that. He says his wife runs the house, runs things, and that you know she okay. He gives her then a that, lot of that props
0: explains it that. even more. And so then when you when you uh he you he actually used shaming language, and so he was like, well, it sounds like he's been hurt before. It sounds like um you know like who hurt him? Maybe it was his mom. Maybe it was his uh, ex. Maybe it was his wife. You know, and I was like, this is typically what we've. Um, hurt within the mental sphere space, and so it was like, damn, NB, you had to, you had to go there real, real quick. So I was like, ugh, I kind of cringed a little bit. I was cringy about it. Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, I, I agree that there was definitely some pandering. I think that when we think about man, like there's there they would be considered mainstream media. And as a result, like you, you don't say certain things, i.e. you don't insult black women. Not if you mainstream media, because you're getting all the smoke if you do. I absolutely agree that his commentary seemed pandering. The fact that he couldn't acknowledge that there is some truth that's spoken by Kevin, despite the fact that his delivery may be harsh. You might not like everything that he says, but like he could not acknowledge that. Um, And I did notice the shade about the comments about him hanging out outside of the Hermes store and yada 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 Uh, yeah it was a little shady and you know pro gynocracy for sure
0: and then um, even with that um, they tried to throw the gay label on him and they tried to throw another label on him and so I thought that that was interesting because it was like Angela Yee well maybe he doesn't like women and you know it was like the little pause or whatever and I'm like wow um, nobody is actually able to have um, a derogatory opinion about Black women without it being mm-hmm. something. And mm. so I thought that that was really, really interesting. I'm going to read these super chats and go. I got a question. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says the answer is the answer to the topic is no. So
1: okay. he has not he increased no. the division amongst Black men and Black women. Okay.
0: Um, shout out to Karan Williams. He says, <laughs> cool. You get road rash from them streets Said <laughs> you had Vaseline. I figured it was from that. <laughs> Karan, Karan. Go to
1: sleep. Karan off that henny, too. I can already tell. It's baby. gonna be a night. With him. Well, be what I want to put that henny down and get you some water,
0: honey. Me and Karan going go around a day, baby. If Karan come on up mm-hmm. here, cuz I got I'm ready. I'm ready. I got my Hennessy, honey. I'm ready. Um, But what I wanted to know from you is, do you think that as Kevin goes mainstream, as he gets bigger and bigger, do you think that will change his original message?
1: Okay. So I'm not new to Kevin. (laughs) That's typically what I say when I'm in different discussions on um, Clubhouse um from what i've seen of kevin kevin is firm in his points i have never seen kevin well, not really. I mean, I've never seen him waver. The reason that I hesitated is because, if anything, the uh, only thing that I could call into question about Kevin is the fact that he was, he seemed to be kind of pro-Tommy, and Tommy is, like, everything that he describes, you know, with the ratchet behavior, uh, you know, she has a mouth like a sailor, she has 59,000 uh, mug shots, she fights in the street, she's awful to her children, but a Aside from that, I mean, and he just I just saw him taking a picture with her. So that doesn't mean that he's supporting or condoning her actions. I don't see Kevin Waiver on his points. And as such, I would say that I don't think that he his stance will change. I can see his approach being modified a bit. Uh if you know his he continues to grow. Let's say, for example, like if he continues to grow and someone wanted to give him his own radio show, wanted to have him on as a radio host. But uh, typically when that happens, the powers that be want to, um, they may want to soften his, 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 his image by having him do certain things that would be more appealing to women. And uh, you know, if I had to take a guess, I would say absolutely not. Uh, But there is a small chance that he might make some modifications like over, over the long, long haul.
0: Okay, I can actually agree with that. I I do think that they're going to dumb him down just a bit more as he approaches mainstream media. Um, But the problem that I have with that is one of the special things about the manosphere is that men have actually been able to come and have a voice derogatory, not derogatory. It's still been their place to come and have their voice and say what they really think and how they really feel about stuff. And I feel that as the message gets dumbed down, it kind of defeats the purpose of the space um, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. And so I, I, I just thought that that was very interesting. Um, shout out to Karan Williams. He says, Tommy's, Tommy respectful he's respectful that's how he is um, I
1: think that brings up a good point I actually had some notes here on my um, pad for uh, you know the comparisons that are often drawn between him and Tommy Sotomayor
0: I I'm glad to- you brought him up because <laughs> I'm so glad you brought him up
1: um, well, go ahead because I got some stuff to okay. I just want to know if you feel as though you um, Kevin's rhetoric is on par with Tommy's rhetoric. Uh, yes or no. And, um, you know, why essentially? Like, because I'm seeing a lot of comparisons be drawn, uh, you know, between the two. And I want to know what your thoughts are on those comparisons. Um, if you think that they're essentially one and the same, uh, why or why not?
0: I think they have very similar messages, but I don't necessarily think that they're one and the same. Um Tommy is um I would say that Tommy's more open and kind of wild. Um Kevin seems a bit more tamed and um put together. Um I I I will say that even though the messages may be the same, I feel like Kevin is more polished. Um Kevin is able to put on a suit. He's going to put on a suit. Um he's going to dress the part. He's going to look the part every night. Um he does not use He'll use curse words, but as opposed to calling a woman a bitch or a hoe, um, I don't think Kevin goes out of his way to call a woman a bitch or a hoe. I think Tommy will call a woman a bitch or a hoe in a minute and tell her about herself. And so I I do think that that's a huge difference. And I think that's probably why Tommy. um, I'm not going to say didn't get as far. I feel like Tommy walked so Kevin could run.
2: Mm.
0: So uh, I I do feel that Tommy oh, was basically about
1: the the girl Tommy. Uh, but okay, we'll come back to that. uh Thank you, Karan, for uh, clarifying. You didn't have to super chat that, but we appreciate that. But we will talk about that. um But I want to I want to finish exploring this because I think you're saying some very good things.
0: Yeah. Um. So I, I I do feel like uh Tommy's message and Kevin's message are pretty much the same, and it's uh basically bringing awareness to men's rights. Um being realistic about the meeting and dating market. Um, so I do feel like they have very, very similar messages. But what do you think about the talking points? Or um, Tommy is saying that Kevin has stole his talking points. What do you think about that?
1: So... I think that number one, just to answer my question, that um, Kevin is far more sophisticated and eloquent in his speech. I think that for the most part, he's respectful, but he will quickly check you. (laughs) Um, But I think that he's far more refined. And I think because of that, more doors would be open for him. Not only that, I think he also has the image. I think that he... um, I think that he's far more palatable than than Tommy. Um, It is interesting that women flock to both channels, despite the fact that they have so much to say about both of them. I I don't understand that, especially the women going over to Tommy channel, but who am I uh, to question that? Um, But I think that as Kevin is um, more, has more of a mainstream look and he's just more articulate and eloquent. And I think that that will get him further as we, as is evident, Uh, As it relates to him stealing Tommy's talking points, I do not feel as though he is stealing or has stolen Tommy's talking points. I think that though uh, a lot of the rhetoric and mindset that is um, pervasive in Tommy's talking points is pervasive in this same space. In addition, most men share those same thoughts. If you talk to someone who has never heard of the manosphere, they're going to echo some of the same sentiments that we see in this space. Um that's not like uh, you know he 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 has not embarked on something that is never heard of he being Tommy. Um this, this is how men feel. These are like common talking points amongst men. You might hear it in some form or another. It may not be verbatim regarding what you hear in this space. Let me tell you something. My fiance is a conscious man. And despite what people think about conscious people, he is quick to highlight that black women got their share of BS and call them out. Oh my gosh. Will he call them out? Uh, um, but he, and he shares some of the same sentiments that men in this space share. He's just mm. far more eloquent and articulate in expressing those thoughts. He doesn't have to be, be this, be that this, that, the other, but he shares some of the same thoughts. I think that these are things, this is how black men feel. So these are not, um, talking points that, that, uh, Tommy has coined that, that he owns.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. Shout out to Starscream. He says women go to Jason Black for the same treatment. Um. If yeah. you don't know, recently Jason Black has been kind of going in on the manosphere as well, yeah. and so I just thought that it was interesting because Jason Black did have a lot of the did echo a lot of the same sentiments. And so I just kind of find it really interesting, but I actually think that it boils down to marketing and who the people choose and what people um, flock to.
1: Um, I think they all kind of have. I think Jason Black is the same though. I think like, you know why? Because Jason Black isn't solely focused on, you know, how horrible black women are. He will call out white supremacy. He talks about the establishment, the systemic things that we endure. Yeah. Like he's kind of more diverse.
0: Yeah, you do have a point there.
1: Um, Now, in regards to
0: speaking of like the high value man thing, Mm -hmm. I think that when women go to um, Kevin's show and they are specifically looking for a high value man, do you think that that makes the difference? Like, Uh, uh, like if they went to the show and they were looking for like a regular schmegler guy, do you think that would actually make the difference in how he responded to them and how he acted to them? Because he's just like, baby, you're out of your league. This is not your league. I don't know why you're here. What's up? Why are you, why are you trying to get to this league? If this is not what you're, you're qualified for.
1: Do you think he would
0: have the same attitude?
1: Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that he is essentially trying to knock women down a peg and bring them down to reality. I think that Kevin feels as though Black women have unrealistic standards, and some of us do. Um, I think that he is essentially highlighting that you are overlooking the regular guy uh, in hopes for you to have access to this 1% of the population And, you know, you got to be on your P's and Q's in order to get there. You have to have certain things in order uh, in order for you to be a viable prospect for these men. Um, These men are looking for women that are on top of their A game, that are fit, feminine and friendly, that are, you know, attractive, that are uh, pleasant to be around, cooperative, uh, you know, that these men are looking for a certain type of woman, and you, my dear, don't fit the mold. So for that reason, I, like, I'm never mad at, at, at what Kevin says. Uh, in addition, you know, these are women coming to him seeking his advice, and he's being direct and um, and and, and um, honest as it relates to his opinion on what information they're seeking from him. So Um, I agree with you. I think that he is essentially highlighting that, you know, you're looking for a certain type of guy and this certain type of guy is, uh, you know, um, hard to come by. And as a result, he has a specific set of expectations for anyone that he partners with
0: okay shout out to it more war he says jason black and tommy trying to attach themselves to kevin to maintain uh, their relevancy uh, um i wouldn't say that about tommy or jason i think both um so with tommy tommy would basically be like um one of the pioneers um to to even the black manosphere i would say that tommy would be one of the pioneers um maybe not to the specific space but to um i would say that he's somewhat specific to a lot of the talking points that's brought up in the black manosphere he's specific
1: and i was platform than most of the men in this space so he has been able to kind of not he might not be mainstream, but he has expanded far beyond the black manosphere. So he's one of the first to do that in in, in many yeah. respects.
0: And so, with that being said, I I do think um he's come up with a lot, but I think he he has he's he should be respected in his own right, being that he's been able to have that message and for that message to carry out social media, he's gone viral several several times. I mean, you know, you, you have to give credit where credit is due, but like I said, he walked so Kevin could run. And, you know, that's kind of how I was looking at it. I didn't um I don't necessarily think that with the stealing of the talking points, I was just kind of like, okay, if he stole your talking points, and I, I, I get the artistry and being sensitive about your artistry, especially when you're you've created certain things, I get that aspect of it. But mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you're running around complaining about it and you're mad about it and you're being um, vocal and you're being very vocal about it, it's still going to make you come across as a hater, whether you're being a hater or not. It's like uh, He's the bigger kid on the block right now, and that's just what it is. He's the big boy on the block. And so I think it's just going to come across as you being a hater when you have a lot of criticism of somebody, especially when they're on top, even if it's your shit. It's Mm -hmm. just going to come across bad. And I think that um, people have pretty much kind of gone in on Tommy. Tommy, uh, now Tommy's not a punk. You know, um, Tommy's had a lot to say, but I I, I just think that um, when somebody's on top and they're a black man... it still looks like somebody's trying to come and pull them down. And, and it does look a bit crab and a barrel-ish, whether that's the case or not. That's the mm-hmm. appearance of it. And as you know, perception is reality. So...
1: But that's what black people do because like there, there can be more than one person like in the spotlight, like white people have, I mean, there's more than one Tom it you know, there's more than one Tom Likas that was out at a time. Like um, it's okay. Like there's enough room at the table for everyone, but some of those talking points, I don't think that Tommy created them. I think that he stayed in this. He was in a space that those talking points were pervasive in and were, were, were repeated as well. And I think that those are just shared, that's it's a shared mindset amongst black men so i don't really think that kevin is stealing anything from tommy
0: okay shout out to sean he says everybody seems to forget that kevin samuel started his youtube career critiquing men in a very brutal way but nobody seemed to care back then sean that is an excellent point and i we were definitely going to touch on that Um, He did start out critiquing men. Um, He had another show um, called The Lion's Den with uh, Ramil Amir. And on that show, he was trying to get men set up for businesses and offer men free advice and um, free strategies for setting up businesses. Um, There was an infamous video that went around and that probably went viral by now of him um, talking to a man and critiquing the man and asking the man about his um, member. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and so people uh saw that and that went viral, but people tried to use that against him and say that he was bisexual, homosexual, whatever, because of that video. And I, I found that to be interesting because they'll say, Well, he's just derogatory toward black man. I would say that those videos went viral. Um, you know, yeah. we, y'all can't come for the sisterhood, honey. <laughs> but the you
1: know, thing is, ass. in that, and I—that's one of one of my common things that I mention when I'm in these discussions, where everybody's kind of like, you know, attacking Kevin, is that he also critiques black men, and people will typically say, "Well, he there hasn't been any videos of him on his channel of him critiquing black men in over six months." Well, if four years of his content is him critiquing black men. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe lately that is what his focus is. But he has years of content where he did critique black men and he's been on panels and and, and engaging in dialogue that you won't even see under his list of videos because he's on other people's panels where he's also um, offering critiques to black men.
0: Yeah. Shout out to CIE Fashion Magazine. Um, Thank you so much for the super chat. Really appreciate you. And shout out to Black Wolf Inc. He says Kevin Samuels didn't increase the gender divide. He exposed how deep the divide is and frankly proves it's never going to be fixed. Mm. Um, And that was my question. That was actually one of the questions that I had to you. Do you think that the gender divide can be fixed? Is there any reconciling?
1: Okay, so as it relates to the gender divide, sorry, um, as it relates to the gender divide, I think that Kevin has highlighted how pronounced the divide is. Um, In my discussions with primarily women on this topic, um, women are irate (laughs) at him shining a light on our flaws, on, on, um, you know, our inconsistencies on, um, you know, the fact that we don't measure up or some of us don't measure up in in certain categories. And, um, as a result, I don't think that, um, that the, that we're anywhere near mending the divide between Black men and Black women. I think that the very first step in that would be for Black women to acknowledge the truth or some of the truths that um, come from Kevin. And um, the overwhelming majority, so... I'm in a lot of rooms where Kevin's name comes up almost daily. And, you know, I've been in rooms, help to my uh, rooms that have run for three, four days on a topic relating to Kevin Samuels. And the literally the, probably I would say 80% of the women in those rooms Um, reject everything that Kevin says. And then there's a 20% who actually will acknowledge and defend what he says. And as it relates to the men, it's probably somewhere about 60% of the men acknowledge the truth in what he says and 40% don't. But these are spaces that typically pander to women because there's large groups of women in these spaces. So some of the men may just not be man enough to admit that they see the truth in his speech because there's a large amount of women in the room. Mm, what are your thoughts
0: um, on that same, same question? Um, I don't see there being any reconciling. I think that we have damaged each other um, to a point of no return. I think this is on the part of black men and black women. Um, I do think there are good people on both sides, but I think smiling. that, huh?
1: that's what trump said when that um thing, situation <laughs>
0: happened, and, um, <laughs> no but i'm saying like i i you know when it comes down to the critique and i will be the first to tell you guys that i had an issue with the rating scale and the the reason I that i had an that. issue yeah the, the the reason i had an issue with the rating scale is because you're talking, um, uh, uh, uh imagine a a three hundred pound guy with a pot belly, receding hairline, um, face facial hair not even filled filled in, trying to call you, um, fat and tell you you ain't shit, and it's like, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say that yeah, I I personally had some issues with that, not per se with Kevin, but certain men kind of um echoing his rhetoric. And mm-hmm. then, if Kevin is speaking for high value men, which is like, I'm like, okay, Kevin's talking about high value men. Kevin's talking about men with some money that's actually what productive. About show ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That part. Yeah. And so, yeah, I felt some type of way because I'm like, okay, you got guys out here talking about, like, well, Beyonce's not really that fine. And it's like, right, how are you right, talking right. about who's fine and who's not? Look at, you. yeah, child, I can't. So to a certain degree, I had some issues with that. I would say that and um, the encouraging women to go back to cheating spouses, which I think that should be a very, very personal decision. Mm -hmm. But those are probably two of the biggest issues that I've had with his rhetoric. I do think that... um, he said some things that have been real shit which Mm -hmm. um with our attitudes with the way we carry ourselves with how we raise our children to Mm -hmm. um us kind of putting ourselves not being realistic with ourselves and i think that a lot of people do actually agree with him but actually mending the fences is like two totally different things i think it's too trauma too trauma filled um Mm -hmm. to be mended though
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to let you read the super chat and then I'm going to ask a question to you.
0: Okay. Shout out to Malachi Thornton. He says, Kevin Samuel speaks on weight and baby mamas. I think that one of the main reasons, I think that is one of the main reasons black, many black women hate him. Uh, um, yeah. you know what? I, mm-hmm. I would not, I'm not in, I, I agree. I think that would be uh one of the main reasons that they hate him. Yeah. Um, because yeah um and the weight the weight thing is very sensitive to to all of us Mm -hmm. it's it's real sensitive to us and and we've come up with a thousand excuses to um to try to offset that or to you know to convince people that it's not as bad as it looks it's not as bad as it seems but a lot of men echo the same sentiment and so i you know i thought that Good point. Um, shout out to Black Wolf Inc. He says to add further context, watch all the all black panel, watch the all black panel for the Fresh and Fit podcast. The way the girls proved their delusions was truly saddening.
1: Um, okay. You know, uh, the funny thing is, I, now I, I'm telling you, when I tell you I engage in these conversations so regularly, did you, oh, uh, for those of you who don't know, Clubhouse is now open to droid users too. And um, it, like, the last couple of days, his name has been brought up again in multiple rooms that I've been in. And um, the thing is, like, black women are upset, but. <laughs> in in an effort to stand in solidarity with black women, white women are upset at Kevin Samuels too. Like, and there are white women making critiques on Kevin Samuels. There, there was Asian women, uh, African women are upset at Kevin Samuels. Um, Puerto Rican women are upset at Kevin Samuels. Like, Women are upset at Kevin Samuels because they want to, sh- you know, show that they're in solidarity with black women. So it's not just black women that are upset. It's women. But I want to talk about the rating scale because I want to dive off into that a little bit. You did highlight. um you know that you you felt some type of way at one point regarding the rating scale and i do think that you know rating and, and categorizing such as him highlighting sex, sexual market value of black women because that means that as a woman you have an expiration date so to speak and we know we're not fruit but at the same time your 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 value is limited you know, that's, that's essentially what women hear when they hear that. Uh, and uh, as it relates to rating um, women and, and highlighting, you know, that, that he is de- deducting points for women that are baby mamas and overweight. Um, what that says to women is that I don't qualify and no mm. woman wants to hear that. Like no woman wants to hear that. And I think that the rating scale is the primary reason why he gets so much flack. I think that if Kevin was having discussions and just being open and honest with women about how men feel and what they can do to level up and yada, 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 but there was no mention of a rating scale, he would not get as much backlash as he does. I want to know what your thoughts are about that and why why were you feeling some type of way about this rating scale? Um,
0: So I do agree with you that. It does tell women that they are hitting a wall, that they're not good enough, that um, a lot of aspects of that. I I absolutely agree that 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 is exactly what that message sends. That message sends you that your day is coming, sis. You're not going to be pretty. Um, you, you look like shit, you're fat, you're ugly, you're tired, you're through. Um, we're going to the white women, we're going to the blue mm. women, we're going to the pink women, we leaving y'all asses out here to dry. That tells me the fact that you're, if if, if it's, t- if you're telling me that you're not attracted to me as your counterpart, as your equal, um, one thing that black men and black women should have in common, when we walk into the room, everybody knows that we're black no concessions are given to us we're black and so when you tell me that you're not attracted to what what your mirror image of your skin tone and your color that does say a lot to me that's hurtful and uh it's like i think that i i probably i, I wouldn't be so mad if it was all fine men who was like yeah you know y'all can stand and do da 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 but when you got um motherfuckers living in their mama's basement um fat sloppy yucky nasty can't even buy a good pair of shoes that does do something to my spirit personally it does and you know and and i'm not afraid to say that i'm not mad at it 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 does do something to my spirit because it's like the nerve the audacity and it's like i kind of feel like the rating scale him having that type of voice has given a lot of black men voices that would have wouldn't have had voices otherwise but i'm i kind of wonder sometimes is it given to the wrong people because everybody has some issues black men and black women have issues that we need to work on and so that's kind of where my mindset is and it's like yeah we do have these issues and i'm as a black woman i can acknowledge yeah we do have we we do have these issues we do but um yeah bro you can't be sitting here with your $35,000 job talking shit like you like you got it Ooh. even better than I do when we're in the same boat um mm. and then when it comes down to single mothers I, I I get all of that I I really do and so I I don't I don't get mad about all of it but some some of the things that you know it's kind of triggering and so um yeah. you asked one more last question about the rating scale and I forgot it what was the question
1: Um, I I was asking why you were triggered by it and what your thoughts were by my assessment of why, you know, of of the fact that the rating scale is why he's receiving so much backlash and everything. Oh,
0: I I do think that you're absolutely I think you're spot on Um, when you're telling people and women in particular that it's a rap, that they're not good enough. That's going to be triggering to Black women, especially since we've never heard these things before. Uh, Miss J made a comment earlier, earlier on um, in the chat, and she had alluded to, you know, Black women are not used to hearing this language from our men. So when you start to hear this type of language coming from Black pe- from other bl- from Black men, you're like, "But damn, you 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 made babies with us." Um, at one point you were marrying us you're still making well not still because the birth rate has declined Um, so then when you start to see those things declining interracial dating is going up drastically on both from both black men and black women you know it, it starts to really get sad because there's a certain reality that has to be faced and it's it's black people don't really like each other black men um yeah, black men think we're good enough other. to fuck we're yeah. not good enough to marry um, we're good enough to put babies in some of us not good enough to marry um, black women now, feel as
1: though black men aren't deserving of respect and it's, it's, right. it's it is on both sides and that's why we can't come to a common ground no one is 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 willing to acknowledge their part and make change no one is we're yeah. stuck at a standstill
0: and it's harsh. It's harsh, and it, it, it's It's really saddening. So yeah, it, it does get to be really saddening. I'm gonna read these super chats. Shout out to there. I said it. He says not solidarity. Feminist women have issues with KS. Kiss the ring, chick. Damn. <laughs> he said kiss the ring, chat. Um, I, and it's not only feminist. I think um, it's quite a few women who. Wouldn't identify as feminists who probably have issues with it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, shout out to T3, um, he says, Y'all don't realize men's rating skills, we think different, we will all get tired of effing y'all. Ooh,
1: well, see, that's what I'm saying because they, what that says is that I have no inherent value that you know. And that's what women hear, and a lot of it is projection because black women clearly we have problems with insecurities, just like every other woman. But um, we we don't feel good enough, we don't feel beautiful enough, and it's almost like that is that that notion that is being reinforced by hearing Kevin Samuel speak, and a lot of men adopt his rhetoric when men are saying other women look better than you. Black women are the least desirable. Uh, Black men need to go elsewhere. Black men need to burn. Let the community burn. Like what we hear is that we're not good enough, and and that hurts. And as a and then as opposed to to um, and allowing as opposed to being rational and using our logical mind and listening to what's being said um, we will automatically reject it we will automatically become defensive and we automatically are on guard and we're ready to fight we're putting on our armor like oh no you didn't you know that's that's our response.
0: Right right. Um, shout out to Blue Leroy he says remember black in, ain't shit in the 90s karma ladies um, I also rem- remember black music and, was a, and was rap music in black that was in the 90s don't hold Come me responsible on. for that. I, I, I In the nineties,
1: I was a kid. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, they ain't got nothing to do with
0: me. <laughs> um, a shout out to Gerard Bogarty He says, "Honest question: Do women secretly rape men?" A great show, by the way. Um, thank you so much. And I'm not thank gonna say so it's around. secret. We'll, uh, we've, we've talked openly and outwardly about um black men, and especially if we felt like. Um, if you had enough audacity to approach us and you weren't up to par, yeah, we've had a we lot to say men. about we it. We rate
1: you by the type of car you drive, by how much money you make. We rate you by how good your sex is, by if you have a nice beard. We rate you by how tall you are. If you got a six pack, yes, we do rate men.
0: We rate you by your belt, your shoes, yeah. your fingernails, your <laughs> eyebrows, your, uh, we rate. Listen, and we rate. so... <laughs> You know, like I, I ain't gonna say I ain't no hypocrite now because I get mad. Like, who is the, what? Uh um, I can sh- you, but you don't get to rate me. Right, right. And it, then you know, it's like um women don't seem to think that those things are manly. When a when a man uh, has an opinion about how you wear your hair, or if your ass is fat enough, or if you're fat, or if you're small, if you're skinny. A lot of women feel some type of way when it when it boils down to what a man is attracted to and how men are actually being able to voice their attractions to certain things. So I do think that that's an interesting thing too. Yeah. Um, shout out to Karan Williams. Karan, on one, I swear we fight. Um, you know Karan says, a mirror image isn't twice my size. You got women with four kids by five men talking about getting high value men. <laughs> Ah. yeah um he said deal with
1: reality every day welcome to, welcome to
0: adulthood.
2: adulthood
1: uh you have a great point I, I, let me tell you something the people who push back the hardest are baby mamas and i'm saying that as a single mother i'm engaged well on my way down the aisle, but that's neither here nor there but um the people who seem to be up in arms the most from what I've heard is, is, um, women with children, like, because they feel like I am being relegated to, you know, the, the, the choice that I made that I can't do nothing about. Well, a woman can lose weight. Listen, we know, we talked about body modify modifications, um, on our last show. A woman could go get some nips and tucks, but there's nothing you could do to change your status as a mom. Right, right.
0: Unless you saying F them kids, but that's another <laughs> sp- that's another show. Um a shout out to the real Dana. I think the super chats jumped. So if I did miss your super chat, um, I'm gonna read some more, but if I missed them, put uh, let us know down in the chat. Say you missed our super chat because I'm following it now. Um shout out to Daryl Leaningham, leaning uh, for becoming a member. We really appreciate you. We got some good welcome, content welcome, coming Darryl. forward. So thank you so much. Um, If you guys could, please hit the like button. And if you are not subscribed, subscribe because we lit over here. I promise. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to AM1. He says, reality triggers people, but reality doesn't care um so thank you so much for that am1 shout out to rico rogers he says women have never been told the truth while men learned the truth as early as high school um i'm going to beg to differ i think that uh, our experiences are different um girls know if they're ugly or not um girls get uh nachos and they uh experience rejection also so i do think that that's a point um shout out to rj fletcher He says, I think the men that follow Kevin Samuels are very insecure and they were hurt by women they think they Uh, should have. It's crazy. Um, To be honest with you, RJ, I'm not going to say that all of them... I'm not gonna say that all of them are on the up and up that follow him. I I do think there there are some that do. Yeah, some him.
1: losers that go over there because they they want to feel empowered right. and yeah, that's those women and they have been hurt. Right, yeah, there
0: are. I don't. I, I'm not gonna say that it makes up the majority of his audience, but you do have yeah. some that are over there. That's Mixed true. Bag. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Music Push and Mike. He says some of those things on the rating scale can be addressed, like losing weight. Mm-hmm. Exercising requires effort.
1: Absolutely. Um, music. Uh right, you didn't have to attack me, Mike. Ah, listen, <laughs> I feel I feel attacked. like seriously. Okay, but listen, we had one more. Where
0: is it? Okay, oh. we got one more. Um, shout out to uh Caleb Pinkett. He said, Caleb. or she, Caleb Pinkett, she says, Beauty is skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. Ah,
1: that's an old saying. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Thank you, thank you. But I want to say there are people in the chat that are saying that um, our friend who highlighted that some of the men over there are, are, um, you know, just butthurt by women, you know, the simp simp rhetoric is coming out. But I feel like as a a competent man, if you can't formulate and articulate a proper argument to that as opposed to calling someone a simp. it, it, it shows a lot about your character. In addition, you should be able to acknowledge that there are people from all walks of life that are in Kevin's chat. And there are going to be some guys over there who are just upset and mad at women and kind of, you know, have this 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 incel lifestyle. And they're just kind of like get her like cheering on the, the, the notion that uh, Kevin Samuels is, you know, um, being not so pleasant to, to black women so we if you can't acknowledge that then you know anything that you say is going to be um s- subjected to being placed under a microscope because you can't even be honest about something that's blatantly clear and obvious
0: okay um concrete or wait 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 wait, wait, honey, wait child. Yeah. yeah but we got a couple yeah, more, I more super chats yeah. Um, shout out to RJ Fletcher again. He says, I just don't feel like it's men's place to hold women accountable. I think women should do that and men should hold men accountable, just an opinion. Um, RJ, <laughs> that's 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 kind of deep. That's kind of okay. deep.
1: RJ, um, I hope but, you join the
0: panel. Yeah. Um, do you guys feel that women do a good job of holding each other accountable? do y'all think that um (laughs) right shout Mm -hmm. out to iphone theo he says my ex-wife apologized to me after watching kevin samuels trust me he is speaking truth to women Mm, accountability is everything
1: um i think his wife coming back saying sorry Mm. (laughs) um listen wait wait wait, wait. we got some more we got got some more
0: um, shout out to CJ NBM. He says, Why do we highlight Kevin rating women but ignore the fact that every caller has rated men and placed themselves above average men? Um well, we because we're hypocritical.
1: That. Well, we're we're highlighting the rating system because number one, it's what he is most notably known for. So we gotta talk about it.
0: Right. Um, shout out to Music Push and Mike. He says, No attacks, it goes both ways. But men get told to losing weight all the time. Men get told to lose lose weight weight all all the time with no remorse. remorse.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, we 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 ain't ain't gonna
1: be no lies to hope. No lost hope.
0: Um, shout out to AM1 again. He says KS message boils down to accountability. Um shout out to elijah b yeah uh shout out to elijah b um he says says, black Black men
1: had to get used to hearing i don't need no man from black women black men want peace and most black women don't provide that for us oh elijah dang uh you you, you're preaching to the choir over here thank you thank you uh davi uh, uh Abardonado says, R.J. Fletcher is either a woman or a simp. I would like to challenge this dude. Well, we like to respect all opinions. He is absolutely, most certainly welcome to his opinion, as are you. Um, He has a dissenting opinion, and that's okay. Just challenge the actual opinion as opposed to hitting him with ad hominem attacks. But thank you, Dobby, for the super chat. Bruce Leroy says, "RJ, are you related to Derek Jackson?" Um, yeah. RJ Fletcher says, "Now I'm a simp in the comments. See what happens when you don't agree with people." Yeah, that's 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 typically what happens over here, um, RJ. But I appreciate you standing on your own and you know, um, stating your opinion despite the fact that it may not be. Um, that it might not have went over well. So thank you. Thank you. We are going to drop the link in the chat. You all are welcome to join the panel to carry on this discussion with us because we know we're going to get some pushback on some of the things we said and we want to um, definitely dialogue about this. So hit the link in the chat and feel free to come up and join us.
0: Girl, shout out to Valdez Brown, honey. He says, "RJ, stop sipping with your little five dollar super chat. How do you ex- how you expect a man not to complain about these issues they have with the women they want to date?"
1: Mm-hmm. You said well, a word here, this Brown.
0: Thank mm-hmm. you,
1: Valdez, for blessing us with the super chat. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Like we said, we are opening up the panel so you guys can feel free to come on up here and uh, engage in it this, in the discussion Um, because we're going to talk about this tonight. We're breaking it all the way down. I have some more notes that I want to cover on this topic because I, I really want to explore
6: this.
0: Okay um we do ask that you be respectful to our panelists, each other yes. and and yeah be respectful because we we it's a lot of people up in here and we ain't gonna tolerate y'all BS now. So.
1: Not today. So definitely we, we are operating on a one mic policy, meaning there's only one person speaking at a time. We're going to allow that person to fully complete their thoughts before we go on to the next person. Um, because we have a big panel, uh, we do ask that if you have something specific that you want to address with that person in order for us to get to everyone on the panel, that you just take note of that. And then when we get to you, um, you'll be able to um, chime in on that specific point. So thank you guys
0: for joining us. Um, Shout out to Daryl Liningham. Liningham. He says, Kevin Samuels used the rating system as a baseline, and he also tells women not to look Mm. overlook average men. Um, Shout out to you you so much for that. And shout out to Black Wolf Inc. He says, RJ Fletcher, you are partially correct in a sense, but your era is assuming the men supporting Kevin Samuels are mad at women. It's Frustration. Frustration, dog. Frustration,
1: Not, dog. Hate. Not, hate. Mm. Uh, thank you, Black Wolf. Uh, thank you, and Black Wolf.
0: shout out to Cerebral. Um, Black men have the most unsuccessful marriages
1: to any race. <laughs> uh oh, Cerebral, come on up here and, and let these folks know. Um, thank you for your super chat. Okay, one thing we didn't get to touch on really quickly that I, I have to highlight, just 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 briefly. So um I found it Let me tell you something I cannot lie I was laughing my tail off With the exchange Not the exchange But the comments from Umar and Kevin Did you Did you by chance catch the, the little Girl um... with your YouTubian ass ah, yes, Listen the, the, the woke tech slash YouTubian wars Was what it was called on one site But I thought that Um, And then for Umar to call uh, Say that there was a, a dirty dozen division in the in the youtube girl screen. are we in the dirty dozen oh did we no, make it? Uh-uh. he we did make say it? though he did say that there are women that are you know pick me, So he didn't use the term pick me but that are also um basically co-signing uh the, the rhetoric that that these dirty dozen of divisions speak he wasn't talking about me though he's talking about you so i just thought that that was so interesting <laughs> and so it. funny like i was thoroughly entertained and i can't wait to the verses uh between them two because i think it'll be fun it but, should um, be. We can go ahead and start it off. I think Sean was the first person to join the panel. So, Sean, what do you have to add to the topic, bro?
4: Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Um. Yeah. This is an um, interesting topic because um, the the question itself is asking has Kevin Samuels uh widened the gender war between black men and black women, and I I feel like he most not only that but he's highlighted the uh, gender war that exists between Black men and Black women. And so with that being said, that um, points to before Kevin, I guess we could say, took off last summer, there was some, some, some sort of agenda war going on between Black men and Black women, which I believe to be true. And the war itself is kind of intriguing because if you um, take, take, for example, politics, and I don't mean to be getting off topic here, but I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting somewhere with this. It might sound like I'm getting off topic. But uh, you look at Obama's uh, first, uh, his first and second uh, terms in office. During his first term, 95% of Black men voted for him and 95, uh, 96% of Black women voted for him. His second term, 87% of uh, Black men voted for him, 96% of women. So same amount of Black women voted for him, but support among Black men kind of dropped a little bit. You know, you fast forward to this past November, 80% of uh, Black men voted for Biden, 90% of Black men, Black women, I'm sorry, 90% of Black women voted for uh, Biden, 12% of Black men voted for Trump, and only 2% of Black women voted for him. So that, that little tidbit right there kind of tells you that there's uh, fundamental differences as to the way Black men and Black women kind of see things politically. And I think that's kind of played a little part into uh, this gender war that we have going on, kind of widening a little bit. And uh, another thing that I want to kind of point out that kind of highlights it, um, Sister George, you pointed out earlier that uh, we, we, you guys were talking about how uh, Kevin Samuel's rating system, and you kind of highlighted, well, how kind of Short. No, what I don't know if you said short, but you said a fat, bald-headed man call a woman a six when you're like, well, you know, look at yourself in the mirror, dude. You know, you're not even that. You're like a five or whatever. And you make that mistake because, and I think black women really make this mistake. Beauty isn't symmetrical. And I don't know why, but it seems like black women really, really seem to make that mistake thinking that. The same beauty that a black man sees in them that they should see in him, which is not the case. And I'm going to give you an example. You pointed out earlier that Portia, you know, she's a pretty woman. She just got a million dollar engagement ring. Who did she get it from? She got it from Simon. Simon is a 55 year old middle aged man with a little bit of a belly. He's not what you would call a normal handsome guy. But what does he have? He has a 50 million dollar bank account my point being that men can be fat men can be bald-headed but if we got a 60 million dollar bank account we're all of a sudden we're in eight or nine so Yeah, but Sean,
1: what she was highlighting was that these are men who don't, don't have the the large bank accounts. So they don't have that great equalizer, i.e. money. So these are, you know, men that are broke sitting behind a computer in their mama's basement, uh, you know, feeling on their Johnson. Like these aren't (laughs) men who who have six figures, seven figures. Okay, no, okay. these are uh
0: guys who have about the same amount of money. They're not really worth anything. They're you know, 20,000. They work at McDonald's. I mean, oh, and yeah. you do have some guys like that that follow him, and it's a hard argument to sell to a woman that has a career and has her shit together. She may or may not be a single mother. Let's say she is. But, um, but it's, it's still a hard sell for a guy to sit up here and say He's making 30000 She's making 60000 but she's a single mother. And then for that guy to sit up there and say, well, you're a two.
4: Okay. What? But, and, and here's my counter to that. She's a single mother. Having a kid knocks off a couple of points off of her because that guy doesn't want to be a stepdad. And also... But... And, I, but I, uh,
0: my, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: But just because she has a career... And you know she had makes sixty thousand. That doesn't necessarily make her more attractive, and that proves my point that beauty isn't symmetrical. What's attractive in a man isn't necessarily going to be the, mean the same thing in a woman. And women always seem to make that mistake because what us us guys don't find the same thing attractive in y'all that you find attractive in us. I.e., a bank account. I.e. A, being in good shape i.e
0: well you know what i'm going to disagree with you on that um i'm gonna read these super chats first and i'm gonna tell you exactly why i disagree shout out okay. to Mac the trucker he says are y'all in the sisterhood circle of umar no, um uh, n- no, baby. I, I-, I
1: tried to get us in but danny ain't ain't, ain't conscious girl so i'm
0: already getting my cookies crushed <laughs> she um to Red
1: so. <laughs> Shout out to Bayou
0: Bunny for the super chat. Thank you so much. Bayou. I'm already getting my cookies crushed, honey. Uh, I I remember the messages from the conscious stripper, honey. I remember. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Cerebral again. She says, Black men were online bashing Black women over 15 years online. Now it's a gender war, but when Black women respond, I saw the mistreatment along. I saw the mistreatment long before they came online with it.
1: Cerebral. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your super chat But do you, can you acknowledge The fact that black women Have been in mainstream media Because uh, I already know what these fellows are going to say They've had right. Oprah They've had different media platforms Where they've been online and bashed And highlighted the flaws of black men And also attributed those flaws To the total sum of black men As opposed to saying there's a specific Sect of black men That are behaving, uh, you know, poorly Like, can you acknowledge Acknowledge that Black women have had a platform to do just what you've highlighted. Black men have been doing online for 15 years, for far longer. Um, and I don't know if they've been online bashing for 15 years or not. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, if that is true, can you acknowledge that Black women have had the uh, platform to do that for far longer?
0: And I'm going to uh, get back to Sean. Um, Sean, I do think that beauty is symmetrical. You say that Black men and Black women look at beauty different. And I will actually disagree with that. I actually think that we look at attraction as the same way because black women will give their vaginas to whomever they are attracted to. I think a lot of black men have a problem with that because um, what we are attracted to and what might actually be good for us sometimes doesn't always measure up. So I I, I disagree with that. Um, I also say that women will make themselves like some man if the man is able to provide a certain lifestyle um bill gates will never have a problem getting a woman will the woman like bill gates personality there's a chance that she may not but bill gates is worth uh however billions of dollars she'll make herself be uh accommodating to whatever the fuck bill wants because it's fucking bill gates but um when it comes down to attraction um women and men have the same types of attraction but women have to bow down um, to what's able to provide um for her so women will bow down to men that are able to provide, but we do look at attraction as the same thing. um we like fine men just like y'all like fine women that's that's all it is to me exactly okay.
4: let, let, me, let me ask you this and, and I'll just kind of wrap it up here. okay, I'd say sweetie is a six What you what would you rate her? you probably should sure, like no she... you really said no 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 now listen
1: take what Kevin said take what Kevin said out the equation now now listen everybody want to be a Kevin. Now no. are
2: you really saying
4: I don't know if you guys remember, I even said this at one of your shows that you guys had, I think it was a, a week or so ago. I even said that I agreed with Kevin that she's a six. I seriously, yes, yes, mm-hmm. and that proves my point that that, that we see beauty differently. So she's because, just
1: slightly above average. Yes, yes. So where you live at Sean? I, I live in Dallas. Do you see women that are, are, are far prettier than uh sweetie on a regular basis in Dallas? Yeah. Me, yeah y'all, y'all, y'all like to cap, but uh, I'm going to let you know, go No, ahead and run but now. you
0: know, Dallas is known for having pretty women, so I'll give them that. I'll give them that.
1: You know what mean? I mean? I've been to Dallas. They got, uh, you know, sweetie. <laughs> I saw attractive women, but it ain't like I saw the most beautiful women on earth there.
4: Okay. okay and and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna, I'm winding it up cuz I know we got a big panel here. This proves my point, the fundamental difference between not only black men and black women, but men and women period. It's it's men women tend to take beauty and and run with it and take it to the extreme. Men are a lot more reasonable, rational when it comes to beauty. How many times do you guys hear women say, "Oh, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. I'm a 10." Yeah, but this is the problem that I have with, with
0: situations like that. Um, people tell you to have high self-esteem and to carry yourselves a certain way. I yeah, I may not be a 10 to you. I may not be a 10 to you. Um, but they'll tell us to get off of it. We shouldn't look at ourselves as um as we should we should be more humble. We should be more humble. Then when we end up fucking a nigga on fries, y'all looking at us. Well, you shouldn't have messed with him, not you should have had enough much not that
1: not that damn humble. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm wanted,
1: okay, I'm gonna let Sean, Sean. Were you uh complete in your thought?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's a good point. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, surprised
1: I'm... that Karan is actually not interrupted. I know he off that handy. We gonna get him in in just a second. Black Wolf Ink says black women have been bashing black men on television for decades. As cerebral, stop the damn cap. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Mr. Brooks says she makes 60K but 100K in debt. He makes 30K but saving 500 a month. Mr. Brooks you have a phenomenal point even as it relates to men that are making over six figures. It's really more about who's fiscally or financially responsible or fiscally responsible or financially astute because I've dated men who made less than me but were far better at saving, had far better credit had far less debt so that That is something to consider. So thank you for highlighting that.
2: Okay.
1: Cerebral says some of these People were actors on Ricky Lake Oh some of those people were actors on Ricky Lake Black women didn't go on Oprah Bashing it has never Been on the same level black Women didn't say enough if you ask me Okay Cerebral thank you thank you thank you We appreciate you but I have to Disagree I have like even if You just think about and maybe it's just The circles that I'm in and that's I don't have Like ratchet friends but I've been in circles Where I've heard black women bashing Black men for For years, I've heard you know women in my family talking bad about black men, and they never distinguished that you know they were talking about a specific sect. I've heard it in the media. I've seen articles. I've seen videos. Not to say that there's not bashing on the other side, but I think the only way that we can. hope that there is going to be some change made is if we acknowledge the actual truth. And if we're honest about what we've seen, what we've witnessed, that's the only way we can move forward. Um, Thank you, though. We appreciate you. Curlin M says, love it or leave it. What KS has accomplished is genius. Everyone is talking and having the conversation. The standoff is over. Is this not what folks wanted? Men and women are talking. Dogs and cats are living together. Uh, Thank you, (laughs) Curlin, you bring about a great point. He has definitely ignited this conversation.
5: Yes. Uh, Andrew
1: Wilkins says, "Broke and unattractive black men black men bag the best looking black women." Though we all <laughs> had a broke uncle who bagged and lived off of many beautiful black women. Andrew Wilkins, uh, 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 you coming up in here speaking truth? Thank you, thank you. Uh, Queen of the South says, why are men so concerned with being good looking? Money doesn't make a man better looking. It makes him a better catch. Stop comparing yourselves to us. Queen of the South. I got a clap for that one. Uh, Definitely going back to Sean's point. It definitely does not change his physical appearance, but it does make him a better catch because women are looking for providers for the most part. So thank you for highlighting that. Appreciate you, dear. Uh, cerebral says black men are overweight won't cut their hair for jobs terrible <laughs> tattoos black men won't get on them uh, about sagging everything they complain about they need help damn
0: cerebral is on y'all ass today what y'all
1: baby <laughs> she coming for them. Ah. cerebral didn't come to play Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm coughing. Mad scientist says if a woman's baby daddy was not a high value man at the time of conception, she should refrain from talking greasy about non high value men. Salute concrete and sister George. Oh, mad scientist. Who are you talking to? Not me. Mm, (laughs) mm. No, we appreciate you, bro Thank you, thank you for the super chat (laughs) Girl,
0: you got about 10 mo I love it
1: Andrew Wilkins says If you ain't curvy with a beautiful face You're not a 10 See, Andrew, this is an example of How subjective looks are Some men would say if you're curvy That you're not a 10 Some men like women who Have little boy bodies So, you know, know, uh, the rating scale Is subjective, but thank you dmac says give me a product I want to buy not a product you think I should have Ooh, DMACC
0: saying, you know like that's what way we way was trying to own. do you already oh, know man. that's what we was trying to do concrete be on some bullshit sometimes <laughs> I'm working with her though I'm thank working you,
1: on it it's really her but um that's the that, she, she the bad cop thank you dmac we appreciate you um all things nata jean says hip-hop music bas- bashing black women lasted longer than those 90s talk shows okay all things nata jean thank you boo for the super chat i want to say i did highlight in the chat that oprah's talk show dated back to the mid 80s um There were, and they talk about some of the same episodes in this space. There were some episodes where it was highlighted or there were um, women that were saying that, you know, Black men ain't ish. And um, that was a common thing. Like even there are actual documentaries and like news um, stories where people would go into Black neighborhoods or urban neighborhoods and women were actually like repeating this rhetoric in front of a TV camera So this was like a common thing And I just want to be able to acknowledge it So that we can have an honest conversation But you are absolutely right They darn sure were bashing Black women in rap music Not since the beginning But, um, uh, you know, during the beginning Rap was more like, uh, you know, empowering But there was a long stretch and Even up until today Where Black women were bashed in music But you know what they're going to say back? That Black women objectify themselves in music I'm just putting it out there. Okay, so Queen of the South says y'all keep missing. K.S. rates himself a nine. He gave Beyonce an eight and Saweetie a six. He is competing with the girls, and he say he on top. Um, dang, that is a great point. Kevin does rate himself a nine. I've heard Kevin rate himself a nine, so I, I understand what you highlight. He say he better than Beyonce. Yeah, look, oh he hell no, nah,
0: Kevin. I, you know I was rolling with you up to a point.
1: I- Nice question that, anyways, even the sweetie being a six, that is just a little, I guess, but you know, to each their own. Mr. Rideau says he's right there are Saweetie like women all over Houston and Dallas Vegas or Miami Memorial weekend humbles a lot of women and men for that matter oh I agree and don't, don't even men. you know you ain't even throw Cali in there California has some beautiful women so I know that there are places where there are stunning women but I just I guess I just think that Saweetie is attractive but like you said men look for different things than women and our rating system is completely different
2: Razi thank you Rosie.
1: he says black power I appreciate you Rosie. thank Thank you. Thank you. Anything else? Andrew Wilkins says if tattoos on men are bad, then why most black women have them? Uh, Well, yeah, Andrew, you got a point and one more ah. says but black women aim to date rappers and black women are the biggest consumers of hip-hop but now it disrespects them huh that's not true be white women are, uh, i think uh between the ages of 25 and 35 are the biggest consumers of rap in today's um society but black women absolutely love rap they blast and um who are the rappers kodak black and um all that hip bippity bop that y'all little like baby, to listen the to. baby. Yeah, little baby, the, the baby. Dirt. Uh yeah, all those people. So um I agree. Yeah, you, you have a great point. So I want to get to Karan. He has been so patient. This is so unlike him. So we definitely gotta hear what he has to say on this subject.
0: What you got to say, Nickel?
1: Hey
0: Karan. I just want I just want to say
6: something to, to cerebral. Um, first of all, they've been bashing us before the first time a black man called a woman of any race, a bitch on a song. You already had The Color Purple was out. You already had all sorts of Black Men Ain't Shit rhetoric already out there before the first time a Black man called the woman a bitch on a song. That's one. Two, see how the shit changes it? and they always move the goalposts. Because I remember in the 90s, Black women complaining, there's not enough Black women in the videos, in the hip-hop videos. They I wasn't specifically that. calling Black women bitches, they was calling all women bitches and they was putting white women and biracials in the videos. So if they were talking to the white women and the biracials in the videos, they wasn't calling black women bitches. But now, because you want to move the goalposts, now they're calling black women bitches specifically. We're not talking about black men disrespecting all women. Where was there in mass black men disrespecting black women out there in the public view in the 90s? It just wasn't out there. Women had control of, black women have had control of their image for However, my entire lifetime and their whole thing with their image is to make movies, media, literature about how they survived so much because they survived a black man and good lordy white zaddy going to treat them so good. See, what's happening now, what's happening now is that there's so much evidence white zaddy don't want you. I, I swear to God, I was Jessica X, shout out to Jessica X. Just put out a video earlier today of a black woman begging a white man to sleep with her and have his kids. It was embarrassing to watch, and there's so many videos of white men putting out, of white men saying that black they don't got no job, they don't got nothing going for themselves, and black women. Yeah,
0: but isn't that the same on both sides? Because white girls have videos of black men will sit there and and she told the man that um it's not even a like being seen attractive by a black man isn't like a prize or anything when mm-hmm.
1: white men find you attractive that's a prize I mean you yeah, can go true. on both
0: sides right, of it I'll, argument. I'll,
6: I'll, I'll, I'll give Ma you that, but- she wouldn't
1: even uh date a black man seriously she would mm-hmm. only have sex with him and then she and got white people a millionaire and,
6: and, yeah. and, and she just married one like come on let's See, this is what we talking about. We talking about. Yeah, but
1: about what what black man would marry someone who has said something, who has I public... I mean, listen, D-
6: he like ain't got no self respect. But what I'm saying is this: Well, I, I will tell you this. You know, it's, it's, you know Jay Z. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. Jay Z said it the best. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. A woman's, a white woman's second choice, if she's not marrying a black man, a white man is a black man. That statistical fact. A white woman's second choice after white men is black men. A black man's third choice, because I love to say how we love white women, a white, a black man's third choice is a white woman. Man, They're listen, a black choice. man
1: will step on his mama back for a white woman. Well, don't you sit there and tell that lie. Come on, we
6: lie. That's, that's not true, because it's, it's enough proof out there that there are enough white women that want us, that if black men wanted to, they would never have to marry black women again. There are enough white women that want us. I've, is, been I've been out of town, I've like been all over racial people in you 20, will leave Holly Berry
1: for a white one.
6: Man, listen, listen y'all. I, I wouldn't leave Holly when I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I'm, I'm I never thought Holly Berry was all I, I was never in a Holly Berry like that oh
0: Holly Berry's a poor now. You, you I never <laughs> said that
6: she was a poor
1: two, according to
0: <laughs> <her>. I never
6: <laughs> said she was a poor. I just preferred first of all I was young. First of all, yeah. I was young. Yes, I Holly Berry's heyday, and I you preferred Layla Vastal. Okay. Well,
4: okay.
6: Then I then I prefer Stacey Dash. Okay. I'm just saying that was that was that was more me and, right and
1: you and you see what type of man she like
6: I mm. mean listen this is this mm. is before all that.
1: super self hating
6: this is before all that I was a little kid I was 10 years old I didn't know any better I didn't know who the fuck she like. Right. I'm
1: gonna stop interrupting so you can finish it. yeah
6: yeah you just coming at me see what white when you when you when you when you look at Bumble um what was it that the dating websites put out statistical facts statistical evidence Black women do the worst on uh, on dating. It's black women and Asian men are deemed mm-hmm. the do least attractive. you think black
1: men's fault? That doesn't no. mean that black women... That's not a statistical
6: oh. fact that that black women are, are deemed I the least attractive. I'm just saying on the dating apps, when you look at marriage and dating statistics, I got a cousins. I got cousins with white baby fathers. I got a cousin who white baby father told her when she got pregnant, you better, bitch, I just wanted to fuck a nigga. I never wanted to be with one. And she's a baby mama. And she got two white baby daddies. And both white baby daddies was like, nah, they was just going through their little phase when they fuck black chicks. White men is not marrying. I actually know he was working for the police department. He got fired because he pulled out a gun on her. And try to he what, tried what to get you know I mean? out know, bruh white
1: nigga with that? The bottom shelf brads can work for the police department we see it they, all the they, time. time i'm not they, triggered they, they at all they
6: racist. and now he worked for the fire department so he's just switched jobs. but anyway what i'm saying is this what black women has have have started to be faced with in it in the internet age it's easy to sell yourself a dream they've been sold a dream by the paint pill and all these other women in the beginning of the internet you know like 06 was when YouTube started. Black people didn't really start getting into it until around the time Pink Pill came. So they were selling themselves dream, well, I could just get a white man. I don't I, I got to deal with black men. Yes, okay. interracial yes. marriage is going up for black men. Okay. Not for black women.
0: Um, so it's, not, it's not going up at the same rate, but it's going up.
6: All right. So 165... Last I checked, it was 165,000, and that was, two, it was it was 2020. It was 165 black 165,000 black women married to white men, of any race, okay. I, I married outside of any race to, to men of any race, 165,000. The 15 million black women over the age of 18. That number is growing every I day.
1: Think that's wrong. Okay. They that's one out of a 100. Well, okay. we I'm still got to go go get go we'll go to the rest we'll of, of the panel we'll uh-huh.
0: and we got go a bunch of super
1: chats.
6: Oh, yeah. y'all want to cut me off? Y'all ain't cut Sean. Go off. ahead, C'mon. What I'm saying is...
1: you talk too. Listen, what we'll do, Karan, we'll let you land the plane. Go ahead and then we're going to move on. We're going to stop interrupting
6: you. Go ahead. What happens is now, and then what KS is saying is... And I also want to bring up, there are many videos of KS talking crazy, the white women that come on there acting crazy, Spanish women, he don't give a fuck about none of that race shit. Like, these women in the chat don't watch the videos and they just hate a black man that's not kissing a black woman's ass. So what's happening now is women are starting to get older. That generation of black men ain't shit women is getting older. Sadie don't want them. One out of a hundred black women will marry a zaddy or a man of any other race besides black. One out of a hundred. One in four will marry a black man. So they don't want you. Black men are losing interest. Your marriage rates are going down. Our birth rates is going down. And now what's happening is people are starting to realize it is not black men. you have been lying on us for years.
0: Okay, but it we need you to hurry it up. Own. Come on, wrap it up, B. Let's go. You you done?
6: You want to start?
0: No, I, I'm just saying because we got a panel full of people and you. All right,
6: you know me. you know, whatever. This is how y'all gonna treat me? Spend Karam, we'll black black like I spend good money. don't, black don't, black don't black do that.
1: <laughs> exactly.
6: But I'm um, just saying, like, like reality is catching up with black women. women. That's my whole point. Reality is catching up. Yeah, right.
1: thank you, Karam. We you can hate
6: us, but we own your choice. Thank you. That don't me one talk Let me fan. get these people
1: chats in real quick and then we're going to get to the next person on the panel. Black Wolf Inc. says, KS never rates himself a nine. He rates Kelly Rowland a nine. Men don't rate their looks because we are all, we are, excuse me, we all are King Kong lookalikes. No, it's some fine brothers because uh, I got one. But uh, Andrew Wilkins says, after Public Enemy, them white such and such, change rap into a more negative image in order to get a record deal can't blame black men for that yeah you can because if you allow yourself to be used in that way you have to be accountable but thank you Andrew uh what was it next I've seen some more
0: yeah we've lost um thanks right. Karan um shout out to okay. Andrew there oh can you some-
1: see them? I'm trying to go back and get some because there was some big super chats that we, we lost and um okay so Let me see. I can go back as far as uh, Cerebral said, every Black woman in my family has been beat. I've been mistreated. 80% of Black women have been molested before 18. White daddy, I don't have a problem attracting white men. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Thank you. Saliba. we appreciate you. Both. Bruce, uh, I got you
0: one can... more from um, Sheikah Atiba. She says in the music videos, black women were exploited in those videos since the 80s. Those 90s movies that black women created was the clapback. Thank you so much, Sheikah. Um, And you got it.
1: Bruce Leroy says, I haven't seen a black woman smile since 92. Bruce Leroy, where you live? Because uh in the projects, baby, black women smile, stop playing um then i see one from oh gosh hopefully oh american negro says cerebral we see why it's your mouth really yeah yeah you're going there your favorite persuasion says and amara la negra low self-esteem ass was literally begging kevin in his ig live chat to be noticed so yeah wow She's still bad. oh yikes Dang. um next we have Uh, the solo traveler he says black men are desired outside of the usa and well respected women want us from plenty of different cultures Mm, okay
0: he told your ass concrete Mm.
1: uh did we see the ones from valdez valdez said oh no we got that one okay 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 i thought it was one more no Okay, just that one. All right, so we are gonna get ib more war in. Thank you so much for your patience. What do you have to contribute to the topic?
7: Can y'all hear me?
1: Yes, we can.
7: Okay, cool. Uh, get back to something you said earlier in the broadcast. Y'all were talking about how these unattractive men all of a sudden have high standards. These unattractive broke men. I gotta add in the broke. I think it's a matter of what men want versus what women want. It's easier for a man to achieve what he wants from women than it is for a woman to achieve what she wants from men. I've always said that a ugly man can always buy sex from a beautiful woman, but an ugly woman can never buy a relationship from a wealthy man. So since it's so so easy for us to achieve what we want, You can see a man that's working at McDonald's. I mean, long as he can afford forty dollars to three hundred, he can sleep with drop dead, gorgeous, beautiful women all day and be arrogant as fuck. Because what do men care about? We care about sex. Y'all care about resources. So it's a whole lot easier for us to get what we want than it is for women to get what they want. You know, so y'all have a hard road to travel.
0: So what what about when it comes down to women that are saying that they can bypass the relationship? Um, they don't have to have a man to fix this and fix that. Um, they don't have to have a man in house. They can hire a man. They can outsource the dick. All they have to go do is swipe right. And then she could be a four and sleep with a, a eight for free. And she doesn't have to do anything but just show up. What do you think about
7: that? Well, that's fine. Again, uh, she's trying to achieve sex. She's not trying to achieve a relationship. See, women value trying to get access to those resources. Okay, so you gotta you gotta step your game up and actually put in a whole lot more work to get that man who has an abundance of resources. We ain't gotta step it all the way up. I can work at McDonald's and sleep with women that look better than Rihanna, Beyonce, Halle Berry, you and could a prime sleep. Weapon.
0: But wouldn't you say? And I'm sorry for interrupting. I, I apologize. For Go that. ahead. But wouldn't you say then? then that would be the same thing on both sides? Because if you're not trying to um, you making forty dollars, being able to sleep with a Rihanna type, that Rihanna type is probably not going to take you as serious. But then let me let me back up because, you know, mm. black women are known to sleep with black. Me- Never mind. Chad. I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry.
7: No, I, I mean, like I said, it's all about what each gender care about. Women care about trying to lock on to a man with some resources. That's the reason why it's so hard for y'all to get what y'all want. It's easy for us to get what we want. What do we care about? Busting a nut with a beautiful woman. That's especially if you're a young black man. Now, when you get older, you know, your sex drive kind of drop and maybe you start kind of looking at relationships a little bit. But for the most part, men throughout their entire life, as long as they keep a job, they can sleep with fine ass women. I don't know where all this stuff come from where a man got to be making six figures in order to get a drop dead gorgeous fine ass woman for sex. You know, he ain't got to be making no damn six figures. If you can if you got two hundred dollars in your pocket right now, you can fuck a fine ass chick. No problem. You got to have no personality. You ain't got to look good. You can have a big old ass belly, nappy ass, uncut hair, and and fuck the finest women you want, you know. So, like I said, men are at a, at a at a huge advantage in this in this market. A lot of women don't see it. A lot of women don't understand it because they think that men and women are the same. We desire the same things. We don't. We as men, what we care about, our dick and our belly. That's it. That's it. Okay. We don't give a fuck about nothing else. Okay. You know. Sounds good.
1: Wow. <clears throat> Thank you, if more. Uh-huh. Definitely appreciate you. That was some, I think you dropped some interesting points. I I, I, I wanted to rebut the point that you made about you being like, a, you could work at McDonald's and sleep with a woman that is as fine as Rihanna, but I can't because really- Exactly.
0: It's really, and it, it's, you want to be like, it's
1: no, <laughs> but yeah. like in all honesty i'm 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 constantly talking about how it's important for us to have the honest conversation so i got to keep it real he's right if a man has game if a man has a big johnson if a man is attractive you know he can I'm be a bum he can then. be unemployed he can sleep under the bridge and he can She's possibly going. get yeah. cleaned up
0: i, I can't even say anything yeah. and and that's been a that's been yeah. a personal choice that black women have made um by not practicing hypergamy. But uh yeah. It's, a,
7: it's more black women than ever today who are selling ass, especially after this whole <laughs>
2: corona. <laughs> 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 <You> know,
7: <laughs> these women selling ass left, left right. and
0: right. They said they out here selling ass. Wow. <laughs>
7: yeah. I mean, it's going crazy. Women who have never sold ass before in their entire life. How much you done after bought after Corona, they selling ass.
1: Women would never. How much you done bought? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Listen, he, he, keep $40, he keep forty dollars. in his pocket, baby. But okay. what I'm saying is,
7: here's here's the killing part about it. The average everyday woman body count is higher than the average escort. S- you know, what? Because the average, so? oh yeah, because the average everyday woman, if she think a man look good, she gonna fuck him. If she running to fifty dudes in one day that she think look good, she probably suck and fuck all fifty for free. Okay, I think you've an been drinking a little actually, bit
0: too much of the egg. More water, baby. It ain't go. It
7: ain't that. It an, an escort is actually charging men, and especially, let's say this escort is charging men 500 bucks. Most dudes out there, especially young dudes, ain't got the money to blow off $500 like it ain't shit. Okay? So, she probably lucky if she get maybe one customer a day, two customers a day, but the chicks out here that's fucking for free, she fucking 50 niggas a day. Any nigga with a what? six-pack, she fucking Come on, on now, Edmore. Like, stop. I'm just saying, it I'm just saying. He act like his oh, me I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. a different
1: guy down. every week, but you're talking about 50 a day? Come
7: on now. Some of these women, you know these these modern day, most black women. Let me women. ask
1: you a good
0: question.
7: Okay.
1: Because if she is
0: taking that much dick, that's a lot of dick would you agree mm-hmm. that's a lot of dick to take a day right
7: that's a whole lot of dick and the average chick out there is taking a whole lot of yeah dick.
0: but if she is taking that that much dick she has to she has to be like a crack whore or like somebody who has like a sexual addiction i mean come on man now, like goddamn, bro
7: is, <laughs> the thing about it is this the average woman she doesn't require any rules for her to give her body up you know all this take a woman out on a date and all that women all the woman
0: has to be is attracted to the man which is why i was um rebutting sean's point a woman has to be attracted if she is attracted to that man and she chooses to give him some ass that's what she's gonna do but she it, it, it does have to be um some type of attraction or something maybe something she needs but you know women give their pussy away for a a variant of reason so you
7: know yeah but think about this think about a chick let's say she That's may true. live in an area where most of the dudes are fat and out of shape then she go to california where it's a whole bunch of dudes with six packs she gonna run through every one of the motherfuckers <laughs> like, you, do you think
1: that the average woman operates like
7: that like
1: the average not not a smut the average woman
7: <laughs> i'm gonna say the average they woman <laughs> they, yeah the average woman fucks a lot Okay, every time she it, if know. there's some, if some, there's dry, some available like, dick somewhere around her that she's attracted to, she's going to take I that dick. It's know. like sticking I fingers in the cookie jar. She don't give a I damn. She's going to do it. Where you, do do. You, you, are,
1: you crimson peel. That's, that's just too much. You know
7: She's going to do it. You know these women don't care. They don't care. They they don't have any any sense of shame. Okay, so if they see a dude that looks good and they're horny at that time, they gonna fuck him. They don't even know. But, that, they but don't but even a thing. should they
0: have any sense of shame when we have a culture that validates um being a
7: hoe? Oh, uh, I, I, they should, but they don't. So it yeah, is what it but
0: is. come on, you gotta be honest um men are watching only fans in droves men are buying the most vagina women don't buy vagina like that i don't think at least i don't know okay
7: yeah women don't don't have to pay for sex but all i'm saying is the fact that uh not getting too all
0: validate enough. the culture y'all validate the culture in one breath and then y'all talk about the women in the other and it doesn't make any sense
7: but here's the thing though this is where it makes sense the majority of the average everyday dudes are not really getting that type of attention from average everyday women so that's the reason why chicks on OnlyFans is making all that damn money you know that's what's going on there and a lot of dudes are too shamed and too embarrassed to just say fuck it i'm gonna go spend a hundred dollars and go get a chick that that looked better than fucking beyonce in her prime and be done with it you know these dudes want to take the scenic route instead of cheating the damn system you can cheat the system gentlemen you know, because the average chick body count is higher than the average escort's so you body. You over
1: here count. promoting prostitution over? over no, 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 no. I'm just saying. He, he
0: like go buy some holes. Keep your forty dollars in your yeah. in your wallet, man. I'm That's just saying.
7: Because when you look at it from a strictly money point of view, think about it. Who's gonna who's gonna cost the man the most money? Okay, the wife, the girlfriend, or an escort. Who's gonna cost him the most? Term,
1: of course, the wife, but that's an investment. Like you're investing in your family, your relationship, your partner.
7: Yeah, and plus you're having sex whenever she wanna have sex. Escort sex is guaranteed. It's an even exchange. I'll give you $50, $40, whatever. You're going to have sex exactly the way I want your ass to have sex. And you better make sure I'm pleased if you want to repeat customer.
2: That's,
0: see, that's so why they be like, saying no black men know? on the ads. I, I saw some of them ads <gasps> and that's why they be yeah, saying they no say black that. men. Mm, well, do, that's old
7: school much. escorts that say no black men. That's old new school. New school
0: saying it too. They nah, get the
7: trained. It, it's not happening like that anymore because they realize that average everyday black men got an extra $200 in their pocket too.
1: But why would you want something like that? You're missing that emotional connection, that intimacy that you have with a partner. Oh, never mind.
7: mind. Well, I understand where you're coming (laughs) from on that. I understand where you're coming from. You're talking about the emotional connection, the intimacy. Let's look at it like this. The average everyday woman, when she gets involved with a man and, and she have all these, well, she put on the act of having an emotional connection to this man and the intimacy. It's all an act. A woman... Oh don't actually girl. like oh the man. God. She like what list. that man could do for them. Period. That's what she like.
1: So That's she don't
7: like nothing about him.
1: Okay, this well, is my last question because I know we got to go. But
2: uh-huh. last
1: thing, really quickly. So okay. you say that, but what if it's a situation where you work at McDonald's so you can't do anything for her save for give her give her sex?
7: Hold up! Say that again. What, you, what you said you woman, woman likes what
1: and the... you
0: broke, and she's yeah. still with you. What's the point?
1: Exactly. Then? then, well, how is she faking the connection because the, the, she she's not getting anything financially from you if you aren't if you're broke?
7: She may be sticking around for his resource potential. That's another thing. <laughs> oh yeah, he gonna do.
1: he gonna get promoted to fry cook. Okay, yeah, you got it. Um, we right. may one day of be
7: on his he own might. McDonald's. he's
1: yeah.
0: thinking about Calvin from we'll McDonald's. Shut We'll
1: play. Okay, <laughs> We're going to read these Super Chats because we got uh, several more people on the panel that we want to get in. We got one from your fave Persuasion. She says, let the Black birth rate drop in the USA. So be it. All right. Thank you, you, boo. DT says, you think with the history of Black people in this country, men wouldn't downplay the financial and academic accomplishments of Black men. Y'all better acknowledge it, brothers. Uh, Andrew Wilkins says he's right I know many black women who get trained And some live the swinger lifestyle And every black woman I know that is in the military Uh-oh, I'm, Uh oh I didn't finish Oh I thought
0: life. you finished uh reading child. Mm-hmm. I was like go <laughs>
1: Every every black woman I know that is In the military ended up in porn Or selling it wow that's how you're doing The military um, women the women who serve Our country he okay, know he
0: No he lying his ass off baby They'll Get
1: on here and say
2: anything <laughs>
1: Adonis190911 says, women empowerment is saying they can sleep around like men without being judged. When men speak on it, we get shunned for it. Mm, Okay. Uh, Yeah, I can't argue with that. Andrew Wilkins says when I was a teen, most black females had high body counts. Wow, as a teenager. Uh, imagine what these young black teen males have to choose from now. It's sad. Uh, to be completely honest, where Miss J at there are studies that show that um y'all kids sex. that are teen and yeah, and are uh, young adults, they're not having sex the way that y'all hot behinds were. Uh, did we miss one from Rosie? He said, Yeah,
0: and Rosie says, I love black women.
1: Thank um, you, Rosie. Black women love you too.
0: Phone. Yes. Black
1: like love you too. All um, right.
0: Next, we have L.A.R.A. movement
1: up in
3: here.
0: L.A.R. What's going on?
1: What's
3: good, L.A.R.? How y'all ladies doing? I'm, I'm a little beat up, but everything's great. uh
1: Oh, well, what you got on the topic? Oh, Don't come no, with
3: the Um, uh, long day, long day. Um. <laughs> What it looks like is not like it's is the gender wars like rehash, but it looks to me like, oh, I hate saying this, um, the negative stereotypes of black women are being reinforced because what winds up happening is, you know, people talk so much about the bashing and the rhetoric. They completely ignore all the ladies calling. They they kind of, they they skirt over the bad attitudes. They skirt over the delusion. They skirt over the um, the unpreparedness in the conversation. They skirt over the entitlement issues. They skirt over the weight. They skirt over the the um, the, the the overvaluing yourself. They skirt over the women who said, you know, I was engaged, but I ain't want them. They skirt over all of all the type of behaviors that we say, yeah. People have said black women are out here doing these negative things, but you skip over all that when you watch the man's broadcast and it's just his fault, which basically reinforces that there is no accountability and the community is part of it. The men, too, because people go right to I don't like him. He's this. He's that. Three, four callers could call in a row and be and just have bonnets on and bad attitudes. And it's okay. So it's like, if you don't address that part, it's basically reinforcing. This is what guys said they've been dealing with out here.
2: Uh oh.
0: That's I all. I'm doing.
3: Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think
0: that a lot of that is being reinforced, but um. I so now I hear a lot of women are like asking like why are so many women calling into these shows um a lot of the women that are calling into these shows um have like self-esteem issues um they're looking for validation from the wrong person um and then a lot of those women don't tend to be good representations of um no i'll say that they're good representations of everyday women but they're not the top of the line that's what i that's
2: what i'll say i I say yeah they're
1: they're probably a representation of everyday women with overinflated egos the women that go on the show they you know they typically say that they watch the show they know you know what kevin's um they know how Kevin operates and they go on there and they're still 200 plus pounds or have multiple children. But I I don't know if they're hoping that he'll say that they're the exception and give them the validation that they desire. But I agree with what LAR is essentially highlighting that there is a uh, lack of accountability because that's why we skirt over all of the things that you highlighted. Cause that would mean that we would have to be account, we'd have to have a discussion that would essentially require us being accountable.
3: If, if I may, I'm gonna say this last little thing. To me, the issue isn't isn't you know people. Kevin is hot right now, so uh, so the spotlight is on Kevin. But if you look at Black women on other platforms and podcasts, and it's it's it permeates on those things too. So it's like this is the one that people you know are highlighting right now, and they have an issue with. But you can go on. Clubhouse and have the same thing. You can go on other people's platforms and have the same thing. You could go on networks and have the same thing. Like the guys see this stuff. Like it's not just one guy. It's just like everywhere you see, I I hate to say everywhere, a lot of the places you see black women congregate, even when it's predominantly black women, it's still the same thing. And it looks like sisters are so comfortable in this that they don't see nothing wrong. But I'm gonna go get some cans for you, uh concrete. I, I promise.
0: Make sure you get her some um some pears this time. So no, no. her ass hit me give upside them, the head with the pears today, give them
3: to mm-hmm.
1: Danny because baby, she came for my neck today, baby. She needs the cans. <laughs> we appreciate
3: you. I saw well, it, we don't yeah, have a can
1: drive, we don't have a can drive for her uh uh this this Thanksgiving I
3: can't. <laughs> <laughs> Canned corn and concussions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That part. Thank you, LAR. Thank you. We appreciate you. you. There I I said it. Thank you, you too. Uh, There I said it says, the stereotype of Black women walking over the top of Black men is always reinforced. Mm, Reinforced by who? Um, Ronald Calhoun says, I believe that we will reunite nature and conscious effort along with maturity will prevail after the back and forth will come unity. Ronald, I like that. That's the type of mindset that I had when I originally came into this space. And yeah, um, <laughs> that went out the window because these people, uh, have, have, have made me, um, re think my stance on us unifying i'm still optimistic but not to the degree that i once was but thank you um tedros i think tedros is tedros long time no see how is everything
0: going
8: hola can you hear me yes okay um yeah just been busy you know um yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm back to con- contribute a little bit. Okay. Um, so, what are your um, thoughts? okay. So, um, number one, black women's ego as a collective is out of control. Okay. So when we talk about, um, the last super chat said he believes we'll re- reunite. I don't feel uh, black men and women are divided. We're very united in dysfunction. Okay, mm. and um, so I just think we're just living with like a tumor of black women's ego. Now, now I don't. Okay, let me let me just give me let me not go too far with that. I'm not. That's not to say black men's collective don't have their issues, but in general, black men who are reasonable will be receptive to critique, harsh critique, and we've seen that in Kevin Samuel's show. Okay he was giving some harsh critique, the men would at least be receptive, okay? A lot of black women believe they can't be criticized, they're never wrong, they, have, they will go to five degrees of excuses to justify their behavior. That's some of the problem, okay? So, um, I, I, I like to use this example, um, you know, it, it's kind of overused, the Sierra example, but Sierra, the Sierra example is like the quintessential just archetype of like at least men like me complaining about uh, Black women's mentality, okay? So Black women love talking about Sierra leveled up, etc. and so forth, okay? No one will talk about the fact that, okay, this woman came from a two-parent household. She's a celebrity. She's beautiful. She had access to all sorts of men, okay? All sorts of men were hollering at her. I'm sure it wasn't just Future, okay? Engineers, lawyers, doctors, real estate developers, I'm pretty sure she had all different types of men in her DMs, but somehow Future makes it to the top of the list, okay? People and women, they like to say, get yourself a Russell. Well, guess what? Russell already hollered at Sierra, okay? Before she got Future. and I I say that figuratively, I don't mean Russell Wilson himself, but a Russell Wilson equivalent holiday Sierra, okay? But as is very common in Black American, I want to specify the American part, Black American society, okay, a lot of these women are okay with becoming baby mama three and four to a degenerate, such as future, okay? Um, Okay, let let me just, I don't want to be long-winded, but what I'm saying is, okay. A lot of black women refuse to just be accountable whatsoever. Whenever I bring this up, it's always, oh, well, she was still finding herself, or um, it's it's just they will, like I said, they will go to five degrees of excuses instead instead of just saying, hey, she was wrong. But okay, now, now this is the last point I want to make. Find me the Asian equivalent, Indian equivalent, Nigerian. Nigerian equivalent, white equivalent of Sierra, okay, a celebrity uh, of her status. Which one of them would have willingly become future's fourth baby mama? Which one of them would have even considered future as a marriage prospect? Okay. It's not like Sierra is from like the projects or some shit like that, and she just don't know no better. No, this was a woman from middle class background, both parents in the home. And this is not uncommon. So Anyway, that's kind of what I want to say. And I don't want y'all to think, of course, I'm bashing black women because y'all know damn well last time I was here, I get called a simp. That's one 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 last thing I want to say. It's very interesting how on Facebook, sometimes I'll criticize uh, black women. I get called a, a misogynist. And then when I was on here critiquing black men, I was called a simp. So I just find that interesting. But anyway, thanks.
1: Thank you, thank you We haven't heard from you in forever. It was nice to have you on, and you definitely had an interesting perspective and highlighted some things, and kind of like the way you laid out the um, Sierra uh, Russell Wilson future situation. Um, I appreciate your perspective on that. We go through the same thing. We have people come on our channel calling us me's and then we're sisterhood, sometimes all in the same show. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks. Okay. We got a super chat from Black Wolf Inc. He says, I oftentimes call myself the black version of the Fiend Bray Wyatt, whatever that is. Uh, to keep myself humble. Black men can be self accountable more easily than black women. Yowie wowie. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the <you> weed. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's that sticky icky. Um, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Y'all know I'm old. (laughs) Listen,
3: the the repost. You
1: know what? Don't do
3: that.
1: Um. You know what's so funny? Like when I was young, people used to say he's smoking that dope. (laughs) I'm aging myself, but yeah. Um, Andrew Wilkins says black women and black men won't come together, and black women need us. We don't need them. Even black women who do the Lesbo life end up bringing their desperate selves back to us, begging. Ooh, Andrew, you harsh. Damn, Andrew did not come to play today, Uh, honey. He was yeah, like, no, listen, you know, I'm I'm here sneak dicking too. No punches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was another one that he just sent. Was that that you highlighted last? What was that?
0: I think so. Um, yeah, that was a no. okay.
1: Well no, Russell is a good dude. He's a known a hole who slept with two of his teammates' women. What's high value about that? Black women praise things they don't research. I don't think it was us praising him, though. Oh, you're saying, like, in general. Okay, okay. Um, Well, Black men also highlight him as a high-value male who has no business dealing with Sierra because he can do much better. So Black men also highlight him and tout that he's this wonderful person. So... Um, yeah.
0: And Sierra, I think, Sierra, I think uh, if he got Sierra and that's who he wanted and she wanted him, they deserved each other. Why do we have yeah. so many problems with that? But they don't want we'll us. Power to. Believe. to them. You know, what's so funny is like, they don't want us to believe that we can do. Um, We can do like Sierra did. We can't. Life is yeah. supposed to be over after you're a single mom. So we're going to do a show yeah. on that.
1: So if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Good. Absolutely. And then Black Wolf Inc. says, Sister George, you know I love my ganja, Shazam. <laughs> pass it to you. concrete,
0: her ass <laughs> needs it.
1: No, i pass
0: no, no, the dutchie no. to the uh-uh. left-hand side. I can't uh. do
1: it. No, thank you. Um, and then we're going to get, oh, Adonis says, how can I call in? We actually dropped a link in the chat. You can click on the Streamyard link, and you'll be able. Adonis, to
0: I'm gonna um post this in the chat just for you. So bring, br- come on up here. There bring you your go. tail.
1: <laughs> there you Thank go, you.
0: Adonis. That's just for Adonis because we got to go. Tasha, getting yeah. ready. Come on.
1: Yeah, we go. We're gonna wrap this up shortly here. So we want to allow Davi a chance to give his opinion on the topic. You can chime in on anything that we've discussed. Davi, what you got for us?
9: Hello, can you hear me?
1: We can.
9: Am I pronouncing your name correctly?
1: Yes, it's Dovey. Okay, thank you.
9: Ooh. Yeah, no problem. Um, for the, Just for uh, the first instance about this idea of um, when the gentleman was talking about this being a Black American thing, I don't subscribe to that whatsoever. I don't believe that that's just a Black American thing because when other groups, specifically Black immigrants, come over here, their women usually date I've seen this on multiple occasions. They have date white racist men. So I don't subscribe to this idea that, well, that's just their culture, that we're dating these incels and stuff like that. Um, secondly. The idea, I think that for me, when we talk about Kevin Samuels and this whole idea of divide among each other, I think it comes more to less from. I want to get back to the central idea of who our enemy really is and this whole idea of the little quote unquote white person that lives in our heads most times and that this whole divide stems from that. And I think that when we get off track and we start pushing a finger towards each other, then we start to look really silly and we start to give them the upper hand. And yes, we do have our issues Mm -hmm. between one another, but I think that's the main core thing. And what oftentimes happens in this racial caste system is that Obviously, black men are seen as a bigger threat, and since slavery and the days of separation, they've always wanted to alienate us from black women and give black women this misconception that even though they were causing the harm to black women, they were doing all this stuff to black women. That somehow, well, it's a black man's fault that we're over here whooping your head, raping you, and doing all this stuff to you. And if you just leave him alone, then all that will cease. And that's just unfortunately been programmed and conditioned into our heads over and over again. This is why they were so quick to kill off all the black male leaders, even though there were black females right there alongside them, they would jail some of the black female leaders and obviously some black women died during the civil rights movement, but more the less, you know, they would kill the men off because they wanted to intercept this idea of having a strong male figure at the lead Mm -hmm. so they can easily, influence the women and say, hey, you you know what, you better. And so what has happened over time through certain, I guess, they would call handouts, but it's really not a handout. Black men and women just have two different realities at this point, right? They, they're sort of drafting Black women in for the benefit of using you all against us. And even with the white women and Black men thing, we have to understand that for 400 years, we had to see our women get basically raped and molested. We didn't have any access. We are the only group of men on the planet where across the board, you go to Asia, you go to China, you go, you go anywhere, Africa, all these places, they do not want Black American men messing with their women, but they want to mess with our women, but they don't want us messing with their women. And they will go to any length, including almost damn near killing their women if they find out that they're with a Black man. And so I think that what oftentimes happened, if we're bringing it back to America, is that centrally to everything, they have convinced black women that, yeah, your man is around here messing with white women, even though that's not the truth. They're the ones who put out that statistic. Remember, these, these statistics start from white men. These are the ones who put out these interracial relationships statistics. And so yeah, they want to highlight, they they're very crafty. They want to highlight this idea that black men are pursuing black women in these droves, even though we're not, because I know a lot of brothers who rave and and, and just rant and, and love black women, but they'll sit out there and say that so that they can convince you all that we're bad and then okay, yeah. Now let's now that we don't made him the villain and made him seem like he's just abandoning his black woman and his black family, now we can get in her head. So uh uh-huh.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you a question. So you do have a lot of men that support Kevin Samuels and support Kevin Samuels' message.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Initially, initially, I wanted to believe that there was a lot of unity um, between Black men and Black women, but I myself started to hear um, different messages from Black men in the studies that I was doing. And, um, you know, I survey a lot of people. I go out and talk to people and stuff. And it seemed like a lot of men echoed his sentiment. Mm -hmm. Is it really that far off um, with the division between us? Because a lot of men feel like that. Um, Now, I personally, I do think that Black men and Black women actually love each other. I just think we have bruised each other. We have wounded each other um, probably to a point of no return. But I do think that the love is still there because we still continue to deal with each other. What do you think about that?
9: Um, I think that it's just similar to at one point how I, I look at us in the context of God versus the devil, right? God's people have to operate and we have a sense of of love that they don't have. You know? Um, I I think that there's no choice. We will get back to that point where we love each other and we see each other as being one. But first and foremost, we gotta let go of this pain and this issue that we keep on jabbing each other when in fact, in reality, black men and women have to see the reflection of each other. When one goes down, the other one is automatically going to go down, too. Even if the remember devil just means deception. It's, it's an illusion. And so as long as we stay with this idea. And I think what where Kevin Samuels is, he's really trying to get to the point where he's saying, you know, you don't have to look for this, this, this outrageous rating system and all this other stuff to understand that you have perfectly fine average men here that you can subscribe to but since so many women have this idea this this puffed up inflated idea and i say this eurocentric idea that money and resources equates to you having everything that you need when in reality that's not how life works you know And we got to first and foremost stop idolizing these celebrities. So the Sierra thing and the Russell. First off, my question to us as black people, what are these folks doing for us? They're not doing anything. You know, they're here to to cause more distraction instead of us dealing with each other on a basic level. Because me and uh, most of these people on this panel are average. You know, and that's okay. We have the potential to be great. But right now we're, we're just not in that position and equating money. Black men, we can have all the money in the world, but you see even the best of us can get taken down. So I don't think right now black men in total in nature, we're high value, man. That's our status. But right now we're at war. We're under a situation where my money, I can be the wealthiest man in the world, but I don't have network of black men that are in politics, that control resources, that control land, that can help me to fight against a formidable enemy. So even with all my money, I'm still ass out. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank you, Davi. Davi, I absolutely enjoyed your commentary. I definitely hope you come back and uh, engage with us again, because this was like really, really dope. I enjoyed everything that you said. Um, So thank you for your contribution. Uh, I want to read the Super Chats real quick and we're going to get Black Lizard in here. Thank you. you. You do the same. Ronald Calhoun says, great show, ladies. My first time. Thank you for joining us, Ronald. I hope you subscribe and come back to check us out again in the future. Uh, did we have anything else? Then Okay. Queen of the South says, if Kevin Samuels can call himself high value, who is Andrew to say Russell is not? These men are crazy. Take the money and run, ladies. Oh, child.
3: She said, trigger hey.
1: You're triggering folks. Um, thank you. Uh, Jamar radio dave Jamar Radio Davis. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Y'all don't have that same energy for Ianla Van Zant or sister Shaharazad Ali. Why? I am a fan of Shaharazad Ali, so why would I have that negative energy for her? I agree with a lot of what she says, just like I agree with a lot of what Kevin says. Uh Iyanla, um She does not have the same type of rhetoric, so uh, I guess she is, I guess you're highlighting that she does hold people accountable, but I wouldn't have smoke for either of those ladies, and I don't have smoke for Kevin. Uh, Justin Winfrey says, there's only a divide in these YouTube streets, but when I'm out in the real world traveling throughout the city, going from subdivision to subdivision, I see a lot of black couples and all these black kids running around. Justin, I see the same thing too. I was starting to question if I was crazy because I see the exact same thing. Yes and yes. <laughs> Andrew, you know what, shut up. Um, Andrew Wilkins says, ain't about, ain't about what happened in slavery. Women, period, aren't loyal and only as faithful as their options. White men, even the lame and effeminate ones have their picks of the litter in Asia, Africa, and Brazil. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. And I think that's it. Yep, that's it. So we are going to get uh, Black Wizard in here because he has been waiting. So we want to hear what he has to say on the topic. Black Wizard, what you got?
10: Hello. Hey. Um, Hello. Hey. Um, yeah, sounds like you guys are slowly uh, getting converted to my, you know, uh, the end is nigh side. So... <laughs>
1: Unfortunately.
10: <laughs> but uh yeah, I just wanted to speak on the topic a little bit. Um is Kevin is Kevin Samuels causing a divide. I've got my uh normie friends who uh, who was uh talking about Kevin Samuels recently actually, church going people. Uh he had his uh cousin come to him, she's in her 30s, really successful all that good stuff. And she was talking to him about it. And then he came, he was like talking to her and he's like, I bet black wizard would know about it. So, so he, he, yeah, like, I think, I think he's just highlighting the, um, what, uh, what is being hidden from, you know, normal people's eyesight. I think a lot of people think that because they see, Black families, for instance, or because they see, you know, a lot of black people together, physically together, that there's not a there's not a problem that exists when our problems exist in the underlying culture of society. There's a culture of uh, disdain between the two of us. There's a there's a culture that writes underneath what's going on. And just because people are physically together, I think now people are starting to open their eyes and see, oh, wait. You know, there's some stuff going on here that I didn't necessarily know about. I thought everything was just good. You know, um, there's a reason why we have the highest divorce rates. You know, there's a reason why, you know, you know, all the things that we see with our community is going on. And to speak to the guy that, um, was talking about nature and everything, it's like, I agree with him in the sense that we'll all come back to unity, but nature doesn't see black and white. Um, so now black and white is a construct that was created by Western European culture where uh, human beings have a free will and the right to choose. So and, and since we're all human beings, we can all, you know, have be in relationships with whoever we want to. So if we are experiencing real problems that we see in our everyday life today um, with, the, with a certain type of people and we, we attach those problems to those people, we will come back to unity because we're all human, but it, it might not necessarily look like black people. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, um, you know, the problem is gonna fix itself one way or another, whether black people exist in the future is up to black people, um, but uh, the but the choice has to be made. And just like you guys have been saying, the truth has to be acknowledged. We keep going around acting like there's not a problem, like you know, oh, or oh, the problem so insignificant, we should really be looking at this. Then you know, the like I've been saying for a long time on here, the end is not. and it's and it's looking around twenty fifty.
0: Yeah, it does seem like it's a bit far out. Definitely seems like it's a bit far out. Um, yeah, I it, it's gonna be a while. It, it really is gonna be a while. So. I agree with that. I really do.
10: Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Kevin Samuels is really doing anything that uh, doesn't need to be done. If anything, he's done the Black community, I think, a great service by making these things apparent to a bunch of people. I think a lot, like when I was in the Navy, like there was this culture of like they said keep keep our problems in the mooring lines. So it basically means like, you know, we got upper chains of commands that come out from the outside. We don't let our problems be known to them. We keep it all inside of, of the command. But we, our command was like the worst command on the waterfront. <laughs> right. And, and it just kept, it was a culture that just kept perpetuating itself because there was no, nobody was really there to what I guess Kevin Samuels has been saying recently is interrupt the pattern. Nobody was really there to do that. So we, everybody inside the boat was like, "Man, this sucks," but uh, oh well, I guess we're just living with it. And, <laughs> and it wasn't until you know outside agencies or you know once eyes had become what once eyes fell on the command from the outside that things started to shift. I think I think what he's doing is necessary, but it's just one part of a of a larger process. the The next part is that people actually have to acknowledge the truth. Like there is yeah, some but truth
0: I honestly don't think that we're going to get to that part until much, much later, and a lot of suffering is going to have to happen before we're actually able to even acknowledge the truth um, about each other, and, and actually about ourselves, So, I, but I think that's a good point. Yeah,
10: yeah, yeah. no, I agree with you, um, and, and I think at the rate we're going, because uh, Gen Z and the Alpha Generation, you know, not far behind them, it's, it's probably going to be too late before the black population in in mass can be saved. So it, it'll it'll probably look a lot like Native Americans uh, did, you know, for a while, you know, before they started to slowly disappear. That's just what I, it's just what I'm looking at. I mean, they're already saying, you know, there's already studies coming out saying that uh, by 2050 the black family will have no wealth. Their, you know, net wealth will be zero. So. Damn. Yeah,
0: well, um, Black Wolf, excuse me, Black Wizard. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, you have any final thoughts?
10: Uh, yeah. Um, there are a lot of things that Kevin Samuel say that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, mm-hmm. one of the things being that cheating thing that you mentioned before.
0: Yeah, child, um, I
10: can't. I won't. <laughs> I can <laughs> yeah, it's so, so. a little off the rails for me, but <laughs> but yeah. um. And there's, and there's a few other things but i think i understand where his heart or i think i understand where his heart is at large and i th- i actually think that his the message or the the thing that he's trying to do is bigger than how he presents himself you know what i mean like or the or even the little points that i disagree with so it's like i i think that kevin Samuels like i said before is actually doing the community a, a great service even as painful or as shocking as he may seem to other people, um, or normal people. (laughs) I think, um, I think, um, you know, we talk a lot about like, I guess, white supremacy and racism and stuff like that. And, uh, in the world that is coming with the technological revolution that's coming, it's like, that's going to be like the very least of our concerns. White supremacy is just about over with The Chinese, you know, the Chinese, you know, empire kind of coming to come into power. Yeah, They're next. They're next. Yeah. And and they're already knocking on the door by 2025. It's looking like game on. So it's like it's like um, we're in an era right now where. um, You know, people are people living their actual daily lives can see the disrespect or disdain that they have or that people have toward them, like through their mother, through, you know, their spouse, through whoever. And, you know, the the story that we're all used to, like, you know, black men have been oppressed for this amount of time. Women, a lot of women don't care about that. They just want a guy that can do what they want them to do. And a lot of men don't care about a woman's story where they're like, well, you know, I've been through this, this or that, and that's why I'm traumatized. Nobody cares anymore. It's like, do the work that you need to do, or I'm done with you. <laughs> and and I think I think I think I think uh, I think this is necessary. Uh, I think it could be a very big growing experience for us if we allow it to be, or it could be our demise. And it's looking like a demise, but um, I'm hopeful that it won't be.
1: Me too. That comment you said about us, like, you know, we're looking uh, as if it, we may uh, kind of result in the same fate as Native Americans is, is, is you know, pretty means you have a pretty bleak outlook for us. And I, I, I guess I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. But um, thank you anyways for your commentary.
0: Thank you, Black Wizard.
1: Absolutely, we got a couple people that haven't had an opportunity to speak yet, and I'm gonna read the super chats really quickly, and we will get to you guys. Kareen Henry says, "Black men and black women do love each other, but it's messy. Please leave Russell Wilson alone. He is in his purpose, and his, uh, and he's a wonderful." And he's a wonderful Black man. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kareem. Appreciate you, dear. Gabe A, thank you for stopping through and supporting the channel. We appreciate you, brother. Okay, we got a few more. Oh, Andrew Wilkins says, Black women speak on things they have no facts on. Real high value men is what Donald, the old clipper owner who told that black chicks she should date billionaires, not black athletes that work for them. Mm, I don't know, Andrew Wilkins. Uh, The definition that has gained popularity and has also become polarizing, uh, the word has been essentially redefined and uh, reignited by Kevin Samuels. And I think that black athletes, for the most part, do fall into that category of high value black men. I think that uh, Donald comes from old money. So there may be a different type of mindset. But I think that black athletes do count as high value men. Uh, Black Wolf Inc. says The Tasha K interview starts in a bit Thanks for the good show ladies Sister George keep it up See Rose you're doing better But you still got to improve Well thank you for critiquing me um, (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate your thought Even though though that was a damn lie Uh, Dobby (laughs) says Damn all the humanity talk My people are chosen We ain't going nowhere Don't listen to this defeated man ladies (laughs) Dobby I, I agree with you brother We gonna fight we're resilient You know that uh, Point at one. Death says Shahrazad Ali's stance on black women still holds today. Kevin Samuels is just saying the same thing. We're going to unite. It's just our woman's turn to be held accountable. I'm a pro black man and I want my black woman. No one outside of my race. Thank you, pointed one death. I agree, I agree there is still hope for us, but it is. the tables have turned and black women don't like it. We're gonna fight tooth and nail to not be accountable. I'm telling you I know black women. this is us. Michael said, uh or um, gave us a super sticker. thank you, thank you, thank you, Michael. Uh, Mr. Hyde says time to consolidate The power let there be a Super 12 a league of The black family mm, okay 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 I'm with that Mr. Hyde uh, yes. We are going to get Adonis in here then we Have the fashion I can't Read the rest of the fashion name
0: and Ken. Archive and,
1: Ken. and Ken. Okay Adonis what you got for us On the topic brother And thank you for Ladies. your patience
11: No problem no problem how are you guys doing
1: Fantastic.
11: Appreciate you guys letting me in. This is actually my first time, you know, actually come across your channel. I did subscribe. Um, but I personally, I like this dynamic, this conversation that needs to be had. Okay. This needs to keep going. There's something that I say to family and friends in regards to this issue with our community is what to reach our goal is going to take time. But with the mindset of society nowadays, everybody wants everything quick, instant. They don't want to do the work to repair the damage that we have. And that's what's going on. It's like we have to, you know, kick it in the high gear. And the kids we have now teach them so that the kids they have, they can then teach them the basics of what we are learning now. That is the end goal. Now to address, let's say the Kevin Samuels issue. A lot of people that I've noticed are basically addressing Kevin's, Kevin Samuels talking points with more of an emotional response and not an factual or logical response. Kevin Samuels, all he's basically doing from my understanding is just highlighting, Hey, you guys want this kind of guy. He says, well, understand these kind of men have the options and choices of whatever they want. And this is what follows, such as the the cheating comment that you made. He never once said cheating is okay. He has never, ever condoned cheating. All he said was people with power exercise that power. If you're the wife of a man that is of high value, guess what? You have a role to fill for that man. If you're not filling those roles, you could lose your position because you're not maintaining his mental sanity or his mental state of mind that makes him happy to have you. So that's the power issue. And the thing about is like that, that power mindset is what a lot of women I know of today have in which they like having power in whatever it is they do, whether it be at work, their relationship, their finances, as long as they have that power, they feel like they can do anything and say whatever they want to men. And all Kevin is basically saying is men are tired of hearing that just point blank period. I understand it's like, you know, you were, you know, when we're told for longest time, you might be, you know, oppressed or what a kiss may be, which was basically a lie. But there are brothers out here that are of high value because Kevin's definition of a high value man is a man that finances is one of them, but he's also a man that basically helps his, um, he's, he's an asset to many other high value men in his area. They're able to basically help their community. But to me, again, if you listen to your emotions, you overlook and don't listen to the facts that he states. He doesn't justify any super negative or harsh ideas. He always gives a response, give the facts behind it. And the lo- if you logically listen to it, you can understand what it is he's saying and saying. And he's basically saying, hey, look, we got to get it together. Point blank, period. That's just my take. For now, I mean, there's more I like to say, but, you know, I would basically go on a wrap at this point.
1: Thank you, Adonis. We appreciate you. And thank you for, you know, um, your perspective and uh, highlighting some of the things that you did. I think that you are pretty spot on with a lot of what you said. So thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And thank you for subbing to the channel. Uh, the next person we have is the Fashion Archive. Um, Before that I'm sorry really quickly I just want to read the super chat Jack Spade says Donald Sterling was trying To help that girl stay in Upper sphere of uh, being A side chick and she blew it Ain't no NBA player wiped her up or impregnated her True Jack Spade very true Thank you thank you brother Uh, The Fashion Archive what is your Take on the conversation or anything that you Want to add
5: Yeah um, can you guys hear me
1: We absolutely can't
5: yeah, so I think I have a different perspective because obviously I'm coming from, like, the UK. Um And, like, the first thing is when I think of feminism, when I think it, it's, like, basically something that was damn near invented in Europe, when you think of, like, the 20th century, the suffragettes. Um So our feminism is very, like, ingrained. Um And one big issue I have here is... A lot of black women fight for white women and it's it just shouldn't be because our feminism in europe is not for black women like at all um that's the first thing and then the second thing i wanted to say is when it comes to data anyone that knows anything about like data analysis knows that if you have a certain goal in mind when you're collecting stats then you can steer information um to a certain outcome so a lot of studies and a lot of data i take it with a grain of salt um because a lot of them have been steered to a certain direction um but i think the importance of what kevin samuels is doing and um, from what i've seen is just holding women accountable um because over here so many things that kevin samuel says it happens like people say they want chivalry but then when you open the door for them they shout at you and say oh i'm independent or they want men to pay for them, um, but at the same time, they kind of they, they want men to do all the things that they want to do. But anything that men want to do is like, oh, you're sexist. And personally, I'm like Nigerian background, so I don't mind paying at all. And I know that women like men to pay for stuff. That's the reality of life. Uh, regardless yeah. of what they say. That's just from experience, and I know that. So i am never...
0: I, I, not I don't in know many women who don't like that. I, yeah, I don't, don't know like any any at
2: all. At all. <laughs> yeah, don't.
0: but
5: there's, there's women who claim um, that they... Especially here, because like I said, our feminism is so ingrained because it was just like made here. Um, so there's women that tell themselves and try to convince themselves of things. Um, so I think the importance of Kevin Samuels, and I know a lot of people in the UK like know about him, is he holds these women accountable and he gets them to think about um these like strange thoughts that they have and i think for the uk it's even it's bad because i don't know the percentage of um the black population in america but in the uk it's tiny it's like 3% um and when you think of that there's just so few of us and it's just so annoying when Like black men and black women are so divisive when it's like we're literally such a tiny population I don't know why um, we're always fighting and in Europe at least there are crazy legal consequences for like hate speech Um, you can literally be prosecuted for that sort of stuff Um, so I like just what Kevin Samuels does he's holding women accountable and I think it's very important and I think the reason I'm even here is because I saw Kevin Samuels in the In the title and then i was like oh this is an interesting conversation now we're having the conversation um so he is actually one of the reasons why these conversations are being had and i think that's really important
1: thank you thank you uh yeah you have a very interesting perspective and i'm glad you were able to uh highlight specifically (laughs) what goes on in the UK, because a lot of times we don't get um, to hear people actually talk about what you all uh, see in your day-to-day. So thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. And thank you for joining the panel. Uh, We got a super chat from Adonis190911 saying thank you for your time and thank you for joining us. Uh, I think we have one more person on the panel. Oh, sorry. We also got one from Lord Commander. He says, KS is talking points. Those men, y'all say y'all want, what do they want? Number one response from women is I'm supportive. LMAO, what the F does that mean? It can mean whatever well, you If you, want you ain't never me.
0: had no woman support you, just, just say that. Just, just
1: say that, just say it. <laughs> All right, Ken, uh, thank you for joining the panel. What do you have on the
2: topic, brother? Ken, Ken, are you there? Are you there? Oh, I have myself
12: muted. Okay. I'm sorry. I have myself oh, no problem. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Um, first and foremost, just thank you guys for having me on. Um, just a, a guy from Central Illinois that's currently living down in the DFW area. So, to answer the first question, has uh, Kevin Samuels increased the gender divide uh, between black men and, and black uh, women and stuff like that? I'm going to say no, because as many of the other callers have kind of said, all Kevin Samuels is doing is just saying what other people have been saying for, what, 40 years now. He's just saying it um, from a different perspective, and I think it's a little bit more maybe not digestible in 2021, but it's – able to be understood more for a 2021 average viewer and stuff like that as we do it online. Um, He's he's brought like an entertainment type of element to it while also being able to teach. Um, As far as well, I actually have a kind of a question for, I guess, the whole panel and other people to chime in, uh, because i is just, just kind of something that's been weighing on me. When we talk about wanting to bring the the Black family back together, the husband and the wives and stuff back together, um, when we're talking about the Black family, are we talking about, um, and I know we had like a Nigerian a person on, but are we talking about somebody that's just black and skin color, or are we talking about black Americans specifically?
2: Well,
1: Kevin specifically is highlighting Black American women. He's talking about ADOS Black, uh, um, you know, Black people. Um, So I think like for the, um, con- you know, to add context to the conversation, we were, I know specifically a lot of what I was highlighting was definitely talking about Black American women because that is who my experiences are with. And, you know, I understand that that is who um, Kevin is talking to and, you um, and speaking
12: about awesome thank you for that so uh just kind of following up with that then so a lot of what i'll hear from both black men and black women is well i'll go and i'll marry me a nigerian or i'll go and i'll marry me somebody from kenya or Ghana, or something like that mm-hmm. um my i guess challenge to that is is how does going and marrying a nigerian help us in black america
0: Well, this is what I would say. I encourage people to do whatever it is they're going to do. Um, A lot of Black men have had complaints about um, Black women's weights, Black women's attitude. Um, Just overall in how we conduct ourselves, I will say that Black women have become the face of the ratchet woman. Uh, When people think of ratchet, they usually think of a Black woman, which is messed up. And it's definitely messed up, um, especially to one where we once were. And so if a man says, well, I've, um, stayed in America, um, a certain height, um, a certain weight, I do have a little money. Um, but I can't seem to find a woman that I feel is attractive enough for me and I want to leave. Then I feel like that man should be able to leave and, and do what he has to do, um, until the women get it in line. Um, Black women do have some shit to come to terms with. I, I really feel that we do. Um, And it, it's a long road. So if a man says that he wants to travel to find love and, and do it, uh, whatever else he wants to do, it is on that man to pursue his own happiness. And I don't have anything against it.
1: Well, I'm sorry, Ken, can you repeat your question real quick for me? <laughs>
12: yeah, it's, uh, it's all good. Uh, so my question was, how would a Black man or a Black woman marrying somebody from Nigeria, Ghana and stuff like that who have their own culture and stuff. How does that oh. help the typical black American culture okay. in our neighborhoods and stuff like that?
1: I understand. Um, It does not uh, at all whatsoever. Um, It does not. But I think that black men in this space are pushing the notion that um, that that it's important for them to seek happiness first and put themselves first. Uh, And they kind of have an individualistic mindset. I am community minded. I do. you know, hope that uh, and and try to make decisions that are for the betterment of the Black community as a whole but I think that Black men feel as though they've been neglected that they put the Black woman and the Black family first and Black community first for years and they have not received any kind of compensation, not like monetarily um, or um, respect or, you know, love or acknowledgement for their sacrifices so they are saying you know, I am seeking happiness outside of the black community, but it does not benefit us um, in in any way, in my opinion. And um, yeah, it's to, to answer your question, I don't think it does. Awesome.
6: <laughs> but, uh, thank, y'all. Uh,
12: thank y'all for that. So I guess, and if I'm if I'm asking too much stuff or if it's getting too long, just let me know because we'll
1: let you ask one more, else. and then we're gonna take some final comments. But go ahead. All
12: right. Cool. So I guess really just follow up question is kind of similar to what I had. How Okay, let me ask something different. I'm not gonna ask that. Why why can't more Black Americans be okay with their American identity as Black Americans? Like, I feel like that would be a good place to start to accept our Americanness and accept. Um, one of one of a, one of my friends of mine, he put it as, you know, we lost the war, but we have to accept where we're kind of like where we're at. Why? Is it difficult to accept that we're on another? We're on white. I'll well, just say what it is. What it is. We're on white people's land. They. That is what is happened. But why is it so hard for us to accept being American first and then accept the subculture that we are as Black Americans?
0: Um, uh, when you when you have um people from Europe and they're able to identify as Italian or Hispanic, and they're actually able to um, pinpoint Hispanic their lineage. Hispanic American or Asian American. Right. Yeah. When they're able to actually pinpoint their lineage, and you get a bunch of Black people who um, don't know where we came from,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that in itself is traumatizing.
2: It um, absolutely It's is. a
0: hard thing to accept because like why should we have to nobody else had to um so yeah that that's a tough that's a tough one for me um especially if you if if they've acknowledged that we've had slaves and they've enslaved us and we've come from different tribes and we're having to do dna tests to see what tribes we came from Mm -hmm. or to see how much black we have in us um to see how much mixed we are um i i just I, I, I don't, I don't, perp- I, for me personally, I don't really like the premise
1: of that question because I for me, let me ask her real quick because to me, it's not a hard question. Uh, and, you know, um, it's, it's a question. <laughs> but I agree with everything Danny said. And I also just wanted to add quickly that, um, we were robbed of our identity. Um, we were, it's that it was stolen from us. I think that to, to acknowledge that you're African to acknowledge, and, and we can't pinpoint exactly where we are from in African, uh, Africa, what, what country we are from, but to acknowledge. Or even if we're from here is, in America, uh, the Americas. Yeah. So well, yeah. Uh, but to acknowledge it is a, is, um, you know, it's kind of, um, embodying a sense of pride. It is, t- you know, a form of taking back what was stolen. It's a form of standing up to your oppressor. Uh, it, we do not have a flag that we can unite under. We don't have a home, con- a, a, a homeland, a, you know, a country to call our own, a country of origin, like most of the people who have immigrated here because we, um, we're robbed of that. So I think that you're remiss by not acknowledging the fact that uh, you're, you, you have African ancestry. And, and, you know, so I I, I take great pride in that. I consider myself to be an African person. um, And I think that it's it's empowering to acknowledge that. So um, that's my piece to it. Uh, We had a few super chats. I needed to get Sean in here so I can get his final comments and uh, we'll give everyone a chance to give us some closing comments. Andrew Wilkins says, Black women are factually the leaders of ratchet <laughs> Look at LeBron, uh, AI, Kwame Brown, uh, D Rose, etc. All had horrible, dope, fiend neglecting Black mammies, I mean mothers. Um, Andrew, those are some examples, and those women clearly suffered from addiction, um, which resulted from the American government flooding crack cocaine into our communities. Absolutely. Yes, you are right. Uh, They gave into that addiction and suffered from it and struggled with it. Um, However, God saw fit for their children to um, become successful and that is a blessing in and of itself. Uh, There are people in the NBA and in different um, national sports leagues that actually were raised by black women that we're not horrible dope fiends. But thank you for your super chat. Uh Adonis we one dead,
2: though.
1: <laughs> Look, look, no, 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 no accountability for the fathers. We're just gonna blame the mammies. She chose um, them though. Yeah. But Adonis190911 says, why accept an image that was created by the people who put us in bondage? The Black culture is not our own. It may not be yours, but it's definitely mine. That's all we have. And I'm proud to be an African-American. I'm proud to be Ados. I'm proud, like, I wouldn't want to be anything else, even with the the, the traumatic experience that we have in this country of not knowing our heritage, uh, the, the feeling of not being connected Connected To something that goes beyond two generations I wouldn't want to be anyone else Or you know anything else Um, Adonis190911 Says all negative stereotypes Of black Americans was endorsed by The oppressor that part brother Um, And then We are going to let Sean give us his Final comments on the topic Thank you for your patience Sean what you got For final comments and closing
4: Um, As always uh, Great panel great discussion Great discussions, uh, you know, dope topics, um, loved it, love it, love it. Um, as far as my final thoughts, uh, I'll just quickly say, somebody earlier meant, mentioned that, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody earlier mentioned that women were being exploited by music videos in the 90s. Um, that kind of ties into the topic. Uh, does Kevin Samuel uh, widen the gender gap between black men and black women? Of course, my uh, answer is yes. And the reason for that is because women were exploited in music, music videos in the 90s. What I'm getting at is these women chose to be on these music videos. These women camped out at their studios to be inside, to be on the music video. But somehow men are getting, seems like men are getting blamed for the choices that women are choosing to do. Choosing to be in a music video. Uh, you can even go as far as choosing to be in the porn industry. Some women choose to be in the porn industry. A few years later, they get out, they regret it. Somehow men get blamed for it. Basically what I'm saying is, if this gap is going to shrink and we're going to close it somewhat, women got to start taking accountability for the choices. Um, Just want to say that. And lastly, if I were to uh, come up with some sort of a solution from myself personally to close this gap between Black men and Black women, what I would say is um, here in Dallas, there's a university called uh, Southern Methodist University. It's a good school. one thing that white women do at that school is they do they do this thing called ring by spring and miss major. Basically, what that is, is white women by their junior year of college at SMU, they uh, say to themselves they want to either have found a husband or be engaged. I think, uh, honestly, black women need to start doing that. You know, um, black men and black women, hopefully by that time uh, we're in college, we would um, have have a better understanding of one another. And of course, that starts at high school, junior high school, you know, gr- growing up. Um, I think that's something that if, if we were to start doing, you know, in college, getting together and start building from there, uh, that would help close the gap. Of course, you know, marriage isn't a perfect institution. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but I think that'd be a good solution to closing that, you know, horrible gap that ex- exists between black men and black women. And yeah, that's all I have to say.
1: Thank you, Sean. We absolutely enjoy your presence. Thank you for coming up and giving us your commentary. We appreciate mm-hmm. you for always rocking with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no
4: you. Doubt. See y'all Sunday.
1: See you Sunday. All right. uh, uh, Judge Zilla DeBeat says a donation has been made in your name to HLMT. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, but thank you Judge Zilla We appreciate you For those of you who don't know And we will announce it again by, At the end of the show But we uh, do air shows On Wednesday evenings And on Sundays This Sunday We got a killer show Coming up So if you have not subscribed Make sure to do that And hit the bell So you get the notification Um, Karan Thank you for your patience You were so patient And I know You can get impatient So I appreciate you being patient
6: Why, why not like that You know how I work You know I'm on yeah. my to work. You know, I no, worry.
1: I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. You, you know, we rock with you. I but, like a Mexican um, Jamaican. Oh my
6: gosh.
1: Oh, go. Um, Yeah, you in New York, you better work like that. Uh, What are your final comments on the topic, Quran?
6: I think that this defeatist attitude that a lot of people have that we're all of a sudden going to die off when we're not dying faster than we're being born. So we're, our numbers are still going up, if only slowly and incrementally. It's white people that are dying off, actually, technically. They're dying faster than they're being born. So that's another falsehood. It's so much hysteria. It's over
1: Asians. Chinese, to be exact.
6: It's so much hysteria on the internet that's not factual. I feel that our generation with this push for therapy and all that and healing, I feel like our generation is going to be the generation that's starting to heal. Because for 400 years, Mm. all we've been doing is surviving. We had to survive the crack era. We had to survive slavery. We had to survive Jim Crow. Go so on. now that our issues aren't as big, we're starting to heal. And like no. it's just like the brother said, it's just black women's turn, you know, to come as they come to Jesus moment. That and and I feel like KS is powerful because Kevin Samuels is powerful because. He's saying what men have been thinking and now women who are used to, because we come from a matriarchal society, you know, black men, when we try to speak in a home, we're normally shouted down by our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts, our cousins. It's not it's not that many other voices. So we're normally being drowned out. So now that when the, you got a lot of simps that's a, that go against Kevin Samuels. But women are going to start to see that the men that they want agree with Kevin Samuels. The simps is the niggas they don't want. They're just trying to simp for some pussy, to cry some simp tears and get some doggy points for some pussy. So I just feel like we're going to heal and, and, and things are getting better. You know, my homegirl got a documentary coming out about mental health in the black community.
0: You know, yeah, um concrete, I have to talk to you about it. It slipped yeah. my mind, but we we got some um I, we I got the, uh,
1: some of the information in, uh in my inbox, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely chop it up about it.
6: Okay. Yeah, it's powerful, it's powerful. You know, I'm in that documentary, right? Oh god. No,
1: I didn't I didn't know that, but we uh definitely go ahead and um you know shout it out so people know what to look I was for. was called
6: the new coming out of mental illness. I got that. I got in the documentary because we was talking about mental health. I actually met her when I was working for the Department of, of Health and Mental Hygiene. I was a I was a counselor, a Did job you that I wasn't.
0: Probably, huh? Did you come out in the documentary?
6: It's it's mental health. It's mental illness coming out of oh, mental okay. illness. Okay. Fuck out of here, <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: stand him. Go ahead, sure. Ron, so we can get Tedros so, in here.
6: But now, nah, what I'm saying is healing is powerful because every and and i saw the woman in the chat that was um sending the super chats with a lot of negative things about black men and she needs to heal because everything that's ever been done wrong to me has been done wrong to me by black women <laughs> like from being molested put on the streets my mother used to beat me like i was a grown-ass man
1: let me
0: like, ask you a question yo. what if she said the opposite was her reality like everything that he did was done say, that. Wrong. that's
1: why he's saying that, that in turn. Remember her super okay. chat? She said, I was I'm, I'm such and about, such about black men molested. By, that's why he's saying that.
6: Okay, I'm talking about the powers of healing because I was able to heal. I got a job fresh out of jail for the Department of Health, making $24 an hour. It was a black woman that hired me, but See, it was because some I was black able women to. Have heal. Some good in them. This is what I'm saying. Every black woman, like I met the, the woman from the documentary, Kali, uh, whatever, I, some African shit. I met her on 116th Street while I was working. We started talking it was a black woman. She put me in her documentary. So now, if I carried around all this hate about black women, I would have missed these lessons. You know what I mean? I work three jobs. I don't even, I only work for minimum wage on one job. And minimum wage in New York City is $15 an hour. It was because of the Department of Health job that I, when that would close down because of COVID, I was able to get a job in Luna Park managing health and safety.
0: We got you. You work.
6: So, and, you know, like, you got you to gotta go to therapy. You got to heal. And we we the only race that does that. Oh, I got hurt by three black men, so all black men are bad. All mm-hmm. black women ain't shit. White people don't do that. White men are, are six times more likely than any other race combined to stalk and rape a woman. Meaning mm. that white women get raped more than any other woman. You don't hear white women talk about, all oh, white men is trash. Mm. We're the only race that do that to ourselves. But you know, it's time for us to heal.
1: Thank you, Karan, we appreciate you. You dropped some real facts in there. Um, dang, can't can't deny that. We, we definitely appreciate you. Thank you for always rocking with us and coming and putting your own spin and flavor on things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Tedros, uh, what are your closing comments on this discussion? A lot has been said and thank you. Thank you for your patience. But what do you have to say in closing, brother?
8: I'll be brief because I know y'all trying to go. Um, I appreciate uh, the optimism of yourself and some others on the panel regarding us uniting and whatnot, healing and whatnot. Okay. But at the same time, we can't solely engage in um, blind idealism and symbolism. Okay. Um, Harsh critiques need to be made and you have to show your work. Okay. Um, Certain. Practical behaviors have to be invested in. Okay, it's not enough just to say, you know, we will rise again, we'll heal, all this type of stuff. Okay, it just comes to certain common sense practical behaviors. Okay, well, in in regards to Kevin Samuels, he's telling women, hey, you want a certain outcome regarding um, your your family life, um, prospective men, prospective mates. Okay, you have to do do show your work. You have to. And it's from a practical standpoint. So as far as the rating system and all that, uh, yes, you want women uh, by default to have good self-esteem. okay? but we don't want the self-esteem to um, fuel delusion where Lizzo thinks she can holler at Captain America. okay? that's so it's it's just about the fact of being practical. It doesn't mean she's any less as a person. But yes, she is less desirable to physically, at least to a man who has options, okay? It's just about being practical, okay? And this is the last thing I'll say. Black society, okay? Black, soci- black American society. I know Davi didn't like me saying that, but yes, certain dysfunctions are unique to black America and that's just a fact. That's just a fact, okay? And a lot of, a lot of our collective behaviors are self-sabotaging as far as family life, as far as our economic activity. We own lease property, lease businesses, Have the most out of lock, wedlock children. Okay. And I'm saying all of this is not, are not ingredients to building Wakanda. Okay. Building a robust black uh, uh, infrastructure. Okay. So it starts with not just feel good symbolism, it has to be practical behaviors. And that's all I have to say. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Tedros. Definitely miss you coming on and giving us the heat. Um, Thank you for your closing comments because that was powerful. And I agree with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Don't be a stranger. Come back and chop it up with us. Um, I guess in closing, what I would like to say is, um, Tedros's comments are not lost on me. Uh, I understand that there has to, we have to put action to words. I understand that accountability has to be had. I'm optimistic that we can um, overcome the obstacles that we are facing. Once we first, first step is to acknowledge our role in the dysfunction. So, uh, you know, I, I want to emphasize that I know that we're not that it won't get better until we start there. So uh, I wanted to say that. Um, As it relates to what Quran said, um, I think that um, as, as Black men and Black women, we do so much hurting of one another. Uh, I'm glad that he, not glad that he, he's he been hurt by Black women at all, but glad that he highlighted the fact that he's also been wronged by Black women. Uh, the comment that the young lady made earlier regarding all of the horrible things that have happened to her uh, at, at the hands of Black men, it, I, I, I can't, tell you how many countless Black men that I've had discussions with over the last four or five years that have highlighted the first people to hurt them were Black women, were their mothers, were grandmothers, were sisters. There's a guy who I do a clubhouse with, and he often talks about how he was molested by his sister and how hard it was for him to heal and overcome you know, uh, the, the effects of that. So Black men are we're hurting each other. It's not that I was hurt by a Black man, so all Black men are are horrible trash. Because in that case, you know, we have to give credence to what Black men are saying. Hey, I was hurt by a Black woman, so all of them are trash. It goes both ways, and that's something that we often fail to acknowledge. I think that we also have to acknowledge that before we can move forward and before any kind of healing or unity can take place. This was a super dope conversation. Thank you to everybody who came to partake in the conversation and dialogue with us. The The conversation was absolutely dynamic and I am appreciative of everyone who contributed. The chat was going in. There was some interesting stuff said in the chat and listen, they were, you know, it was getting passionate and heated in the chat but uh, the chat had it lit. They were popping and yeah, thank you, thank you and thank you to everyone who uh, gave us a super chat or cash-apped us and supported the channel. For those of you who have not already done so, what are you waiting for? Make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you get the notifications. We have lit shows like this all the time. You don't want to miss one. Thank you guys so much. I'm super appreciative of all of you. I'm done.
0: Okay. Um, what concrete said, um, Yeah, I think this was a really good show. I enjoyed the panel um, tremendously. Um, Got the chance to see some new faces and especially um, having some new people in the chat. So it was really uh, great to see you guys come through. Um, Like Concrete said, um, if you have not hit the like button, Hit the like button, and if you have not subscribed, you're going to miss out. I promise we coming. Um, Other than that, we are live on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Sundays, we usually try to do it in the mornings, but that time is tentative. So um, just be sure to turn on the notifications, and we will see you guys on the next one. Everybody stay safe. We're out.